sick. <laughs> All right. So Justin made that. <coughs> I did. Uh, this is Tyler Toby Townsend again. And Justin. All thanks. right. So Justin made that shit in what a day? Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was a. It was a lot of fun. I have not really done any audio stuff. Like we have our podcast manicasters, and we really just kind of set up the phone, record, play magic, and talk shit, and then just post it. So doing an audio thing was kind of fun because I want to eventually make an intro for us. I don't know how the fuck that's going to work, but I want to do that. So it was like, okay, well, let's, let's try this. You have an idea of what you had, an idea of what you want. Let's see what we can make out of it. Yeah. What are you looking at? Your little pouches. Oh, yeah. I mean, so uh, I also do leatherworking. I think you know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, these aren't, like, fully finished. I, I mean, these took me, like, maybe an hour to make, but they're little dice pouches. They're dice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So to, so to kind of give the... <clears throat> What we're doing here, uh, he's going to teach me how to play Magic. Yeah. The Gathering. Magic the Gathering, that is the game. And uh, I know nothing besides there's cool-ass pictures on some of them. On a lot of them, yeah. On a lot of them. Um, that's kind of how... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how you pick what deck you're playing. So, uh, okay. I play EDH, which is uh, Elder Dragon Highlander, which I don't know what the fuck that means, but basically it's Commander. Um, commander means you have one or potentially okay everything I tell you in terms of a rule it's all this is the standard rule unless something affects it that way I don't have to say that fucking every time during Fair this enough. it's your standard rule so standard not standard is another format your general rule with this is you're gonna have one commander or you're gonna have a partner and you're gonna have two commanders so all of these are commanders of decks that I own so I'll, I'll let you kind of read those. Um, okay. There's going to be stuff on them you don't necessarily understand just because you don't know how to play it. But this up here at the top is their mana cost. So, like, this guy costs one mana of any color, a blue, and a green. This guy costs three mana of any color, a black, and a black. This guy has the weirdest mana cost. He either costs two colorless or a white, two colorless or a blue, Two colorless or black, two colors or red, two colors or green. So essentially, he's at least five mana, one of every color, or some combination up to ten mana. If that makes any sense. Wow. Okay, I get yeah. it. Yeah. has one. I don't like that guy. Only his face. Okay. That guy's cool. Ooh, blood fist. She. So. She. That yeah, it's a she. You can't tell very well in that picture. I like the so my buddy Junji, um, human berserker. Yeah, he he made me that deck as a Valentine's Day gift. He made everybody in our friend group one, and then I ended up making him one uh, just because he he bought three of us our own decks. So that one, the other art, she has like this gigantic hammer. And she's fucking smashing it through somebody's face. It's sick. So I was like, but he got me the stained glass art, which is super pretty still. It's just a little less graphically violent and I'll probably switch out to the graphically violent one at some point. I'm going to go with her. Okay. Blood fist. Alright, so basically with that, you're going to be trying to make a bunch of creatures and tokens which are just creatures that you didn't cast, you made them in some other way and uh, you're going to sacrifice them to draw cards, deal damage, that kind of stuff. That's what that deck does. Um, now the question is what deck should I play to try to match that well? You should probably roll on this guy, too. Just so it's not nearly as loud? Yeah. I was wondering about that. Hell. We'll only really be rolling for the start. And the okay. first game, we'll probably play where we can see each other's hands. I'm just cool so that it's... Cause, uh, well, you can ask me questions on anything, but it'll be a little bit easier that way. Um, fuck, what is the thing to play here? 
That guy's an absolute dick. Most of them are, let's be honest. Um, I have two that I'm not playing. I'm not playing Cast Dissident Mage, and I'm not playing Ceridian. I'm actually going to take him apart. Fuck that guy. It's just stupid. Well, I'm going to play uh, Slogurk the Overslime. It's a fun one for me. Um, Rats is fun, but it's it can be extremely aggressive, and it would really end the game really quickly. Both of these two, Cabal, uh, Cabal and Reaper King, are fun, but they're really massive dickheads. This one doesn't really have any control, kind of. So, basically, you have 100 cards in a deck, including your commander. Okay. Um, that is a token you'll need just off on the side. To shuffle, I'm going to just shuffle this real quick for you. Cool. Um, you don't do like a typical deck shuffle. Like a 52-card shuffle. Yeah. That'll destroy these. That's um, what I was thinking. Yeah, so it's... You have a case for every single one of them. Yeah, 100%. I mean, mm, this deck is like $400. Wow. Yeah, and I didn't buy that one, actually. Jinji, the guy who made me that deck, which that is a budget deck, he bought me this as my first, very first Magic deck. Wow, what a yeah. nice person. You must like this guy. Uh, we've been friends for a long time. I've lived... I lived at his house with his parents and him in a garage. We shared the same room for a year, and then we ended up moving out and having a house together for a year as well. He's one of the guys on the podcast. Yeah. So he's one of my best friends, um, but I didn't want to play. I, I like Standard, which is a 60-card deck, and you can have up to four cards, uh, four of any card in the deck. With Commander, you can only have one of each card in the deck, so you have to have 100 different cards minus uh, basic lands. So, with that, he built me this, which has Relentless Rats in it, and those say you can have as many of them in a deck as you want. So there's 40 Relentless Rats in it. It was his workaround of me not wanting to play Commander. So he was like, fine, don't play Commander, but play Commander. So he bought me a deck. I didn't price it out until I stuck it in this app called Mana Box so I could see all the cards in it. He did not get me a cheap deck. I did not know how expensive it was. Very much so appreciate that. Okay. Um, you have 40 life. <clears throat> cool. This is weird because I'm trying to make sure it like stays kind of entertaining while we're playing, but there's going to be parts that are slow. So, uh, sorry to anybody listening. No, don't worry about it. Just We'll just play and they can fucking deal with it. <laughs> that's kind of my attitude on Mana Casters. Uh, sometimes I'll say shit and the guys are like, I don't can we? And I'm like, fuck them. Fuck them, yeah. I don't care. I'm going to have a good time. I'm already having a good time. So... Chick's awesome. Yeah, she's pretty cool looking. Otherwise, Garner Bloodfist deals one damage to each opponent. Cool. Yeah. Um, basically, in your turn, you have a bunch of different steps. It sounds really complicated. doesn't take that long to get through unless you're playing like a combo deck. You have your uh, untap. You're going to untap anything on your board. You have upkeep, um, which is... It's kind of the same thing. There's triggers that say during your upkeep, do this. That's when those happen. And then draw. You're going to draw a card every turn. Uh, then you go into your main phase. You can play instance, sorceries, creatures, uh, different different stuff like that. So you have permanents, and then you have non-permanents. Sorceries and instance are non-permanents. Uh, artifacts, lands, creatures, those are permanents. Um, changes kind of the speed you can cast them at. So I don't really have a lot of instance in this deck to show you, but 
Sorceries can only be cast on your turn, and they can't be cast in response to things. Say a lot of stuff that's not going to make sense until okay. we kind of get into it. Same with creatures, uh, artifacts, enchantments. All of those are going to be just like during your main phase you can play it unless it has an effect called Flash, which essentially says, fuck you, I'm going to play this when I want to. Uh, that's at instant speed. Instants can be cast at any time. Unless we're in the stack. Well, still in the stack. Just It's that whole rule I was talking about. Okay. Um, so this, I did play Yu-Gi-Oh. Right, yeah. So so some of it's making sense. Like I get that like, like some of them are almost like trap cards, right? Kind of, in a kind way, of, yeah. Okay. Um, certain things... Um, only certain things will activate them, kind of a thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, yes. So, these are lands, okay. right? Um, say on my first turn, I play one down. If this is just a pretty art, that's all it is, but this is a planks, so a white. Second turn, I play that down. I want to play Hushbringer, which is in my hand. I'm going to tap both of them. They're going to stay on the field. I'm not, like, sacrificing them or anything, but essentially what I'm doing is I'm floating two mana into my mana pool, and then I'm going to use those two for one for the one man of any color and then one for the white mana. Now I've played Hushbringer. Okay? So now this creature's out. It is a... So these two numbers are its power and toughness. One and two. It can attack for one. It can take... If it takes two damage, it dies. It's kind of the easiest way to explain that. It has all these different things. Uh, we don't need to go into those right now. But now it's out... It can't attack this first turn, but it can block. It can't attack until you've ha it's been out for an upkeep, unless it has haste. Um, just trying to cover like some fucking basic rules before we start. Okay. On your at the beginning of your turn, say that's my deck right there. I would untap all my lands, draw a card, and then I can go into my next turn. So even though you played those, you're just putting them into your mana pool mm -hmm. that turn. And then you can use them again? Yeah. Or are they... Oh, so it, it builds up, essentially. So I can only play one land per turn unless I have something that says otherwise. Okay. Um, and then as the game goes, ideally, like with this deck, Slogurk, I'm going to put out a shitload of land. So I'm actually... Basically what this guy's going to do is I'm going to put my library into my graveyard, make him super fucking big, and then kill you with him. Because every time a land enters my graveyard, I put a plus one, plus one counter on him and make him bigger. And then I can pull those from my graveyard. I'll just move those liquids so I don't hit them again. Um, I can pull those from my graveyard to put them out here so I can play and do more shit. But once you've tapped it for the turn, you use that mana. If you change phases, so you go from, I'm in my main phase, I'm playing stuff. Say I had five mana tapped, I only used four of it. I have one left floating. And I go to my combat, that one last one is just going to disappear. Unless you have something else that does something else with that. That's where that kind of whole thing comes in. Okay. Um, that's kind of the basics of it. Without, the, the next best thing is to just fucking play. Yeah, yeah. Let's but, do that. My brain hurts. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead and draw seven cards. Seven. Okay. These are fucking cool. That's one of the things I like about uh, Magic is you just you pick something that's cool to you and you go with that. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I mean, these cards are just crazy. Yeah. Okay, <coughs> so we have creatures, instants, enchantments, and land. Mm hmm. And so with that deck. And legendary it, creatures? Yes. Legendary creatures, um, 
So if we were playing standard, you can have a playset which is four of the same card in the deck. So any like like that Hushbringer, I could play four Hushbringers on the field if I wanted to. If I had Garna, I could have up to four of them in the deck, but if I play one and then I play a second one, one of those is going to die because you can only have one of that legendary creature out at a time. Barring something else that says otherwise. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of that in this game where it's like, yeah, that's a rule. Fuck that rule. I don't really care. And you just go do your thing instead. Okay. Um, yeah, what I like about this game is it's quite literally what kind of magic do you want to play? You make that a deck, and then you go fuck people up with it. So we're, we're playing open then, right? Yeah, we'll play where you can see your hand. So um, there's two ways to do the next step. You can pitch and draw, which is what me and my friends tend to do, where you decide the cards you don't want in your hand. Say I didn't want two lands, I put these up here. I'm going to keep all of these, and then I draw two more cards, right? Okay, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm going to keep this as my hand, and I shuffle this back in. You don't play with that in competitive play. You do what's called a mulligan, which is where you shuffle all your cards back in. Well, actually, you set all your cards to the side. You draw six or seven more, depending on whether you're playing friendly or not, and then you decide if you want those. And every time you do it, you draw less and less cards, and then you shuffle the rest in once you have the hand that you want. You can go down to three cards, but those three cards are what you really fucking wanted if you get lucky, and then you shuffle everything back in, and you start with a hand of three rather than a hand of seven. We play pitch and draw because fuck that we're not we're not doing competitive EDH. So, in terms of what you want, you want ways. So like Viscera Sira, mm -hmm. that's good. You want ways to kill your shit. Yuri's really good in this deck because he gets big, and then you can sacrifice him to deal a bunch of damage to me. Goblin Bombardment is good because you're going to be trying to make a lot of creatures. Go for the throat. It's good because it kills my shit, but it's not super needed. Um, just because you'll hit more kill spells later. You have a lot. It's red-black. What you need is some kind of a token creation, and you don't currently have that. Three land is a good thing to start with in this deck. Um, it gets you close to being able to cast your commander, and then you have a couple things there you can cast. I would say pitch, go for the throat, and then maybe pitch goblin bombardment. You don't necessarily need it. Because you have another sacker outline. Or... You could sacrifice this Rasir and keep Goblin Bombardment because it is a sacrifice outlet. The difference is Goblin Bombardment is going to deal me damage. This Rasir is essentially going to let you look at the top card of your library and decide, do I want that up there or do I want to stick it on the bottom? And then whatever's next is the thing you would draw. So it kind of helps you pick what you want next in, in terms of the thing. Well, I want to play for damage probably. I kind of figured you would. Okay, so, so just set those to the side and draw two more. Okay. Basic land. And a charcoal diamond? Yeah, so that's just a, uh, it's another way to make more mana. You don't really need either of those. Maybe the land, um, but I would probably pitch both. So we just keep going until we have a hand we appreciate? Essentially, yeah. Um, and, and that always goes to, like, right now we're playing super friendly, so you can pitch as many. I want, I want the deck to actually do something for you, and if you don't have token creation, you're not going very far. With that deck. It's a very... It's like a $60 deck. It's a budget deck. Um, but I definitely pitch Rakdos Charm. Okay. Yeah, it's just not needed right now. More what do land. you think with that? I don't know. Well, I need land to get this guy, right? You do, but if you don't have tokens to make, nothing's really going to happen. 
tokens or other creatures. So I'd probably pitch the swamp as well. And the mountain? Sure, yeah. I'm Technically, you kept the mountain, so normally you'd have to stay with that, but I don't oh, give a shit. No, we're cool, we're cool. We'll keep that. <laughs> Dockside chef. Cool. He's ah. a chef. I like chefs. There you go. All right, we'll keep that guy. Is he a creature? He is a creature. So I can kill him? You can kill him. Cool. Or you can keep him and you can use him to sacrifice artifacts or creatures to draw cards. So which I just put these good. in here? Yeah, I'll shuffle that for you here in a second. All right. Um, or you can just do it. No matter. But. Shuffle, man. Nicely. Just roll. That didn't stay on at all. Those are two very different dice. Whoa, what happened? <laughs> I, I rolled, rolled a d6 and you rolled a d10. <laughs> three. We both rolled three. Well, then we re-roll. Fuck yeah, we did. Two. One. Okay. You. That works. Oh. It kind of makes more sense for me to go first so you can see how the first turn works. I would appreciate that. Yeah. Um, do you want me to shuffle that or just play as is? Well, fuck it. It'll be fine. Okay. So, that's interesting. Um, right, I'm going to try to keep my hand down so you can see what's going on. We only have two people in the game. I'm not going to draw a card on my first turn. When it hits my second turn, I'm drawing a card. Your first turn, you're going to draw a card. That's just because I go first. Once you have three or more people, you draw on your first turn. If you're the first person. Hurts. It's the only time it applies. Gotcha. Um, I'm going to put down an island. Okay. And then I'm going to pass. Because I don't need to do anything else right now. So okay. you would draw a card. Drawing a card. Garna the Blood Flame. Yeah, that's hey, cool. There's multiple of the same people, just different styles. Hell yeah. And those do not count as like playing two of the same legendary creature. They're different. They just have the same name. Right. All right, well, so, I can't put him down until I have things, right? I need one... One black. Black. Yes. I don't have a black. Well, so, all of those lands are, are dual lands, so you can tap them for a red or a black. But, they're all, you need to read them. I believe all of them are going to end up coming in tapped. Um, okay. Let me see. Bloodfell Caves enters the battlefield tapped. And you can refuge into battle tap. This one does. Add diamond. Add black. Activate only if you control a swamp. Okay, so that one doesn't come in tapped, but it's only going to produce colorless until you have a swamp out on the field, which is a basic land that's a black. So right now, that doesn't help you at all. I would probably play uh, a coom refuge just because it gains you a life when it enters the battlefield. Okay, do I want to announce it? Like, a coom refuge! Like we're playing Yu-Gi-Oh shit. <laughs> do, do whatever you want, man. Uh, and then go ahead and put that to one, because you gained a life for that entering. Whoa. Yeah. Now you're at 41 health. Oh, this is our health. That is your health. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, you're good. And so the way this works is if... This is why this guy's so gross. Um, you either have to take somebody... There's a bunch of ways to win this game. If you can no longer draw cards from your deck, you lose the game. Unless you have a card that says otherwise. If you if you uh, remove all of their health, you win the game. Or they, they die. Unless they have something that says otherwise. Right. If you take a commander and deal combat damage with it, so that's going to deal damage to me. It's not combat damage, so it doesn't apply. 
this guy, if I swing at you and I hit you with him, you take damage. You only need to take 21 damage from any one commander total in a game, and you lose. You could be at 500 fucking thousand life. If I get 21 damage with my commander, you're fucking dead. It's just how that works. Interesting. I don't actually think there's a way around that. That's just a rule. Um, So, any hoodles, that's life. I'm going to... See? I told you you got me saying that shit. Um, I'm going to draw a card. I'm going to play a Foresta. So can you only play one card at a time? Like you can't throw all these lands down? Yeah, one land per turn unless you have things that say you can play multiple lands per turn. Or... um, Say I had enough land, I could play a card like Cultivate, which is two colorless and a green. I go into my library, I grab a forest, I put it onto the battlefield, and I, well, I grab a basic land, put it onto the battlefield, and put another basic land into my hand. If I'd already played a land that turn, that allows me to get two out that turn, but I can't play the other one that's in my hand out. If I hadn't played a land yet and I play Cultivate, I put one land out, put one into my hand, I can take that one I put into my hand, put it out, because I haven't played my land for turn. Right. That makes a lot more sense if you can see what I'm talking about. But uh, I'm going to tap two and play Perpetual Timepiece, which is the card I just drew. Um, And then for zero, because this guy costs me zero, I'm going to play Surin Orb. Um, And I will pass. Two different artifacts. This allows me to put things into my graveyard and also sacrifice any number, exile it, and put any number of cards in my graveyard back in my library. This allows me to sacrifice land and gain life. Okay. Yeah. So you're not not attacking me. I am not attacking you. I don't have creatures. These are artifacts. Those are artifacts, not creatures. Okay. Yes. Drawing one. Sorcery. There you Ordling go. Ordling outburst. Create three one-to-one red goblin creature tokens. That's one of those things you, know what you wanted. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because basically when you make those creatures... You can sacrifice them to help you draw cards and deal damage. And you kind of have to get that engine started. But the more cards you're able to draw, so that's really the more important thing, then you're able to keep doing shit. So I can't, I can't put him out yet, right? You can't play that just yet. Nope. Because I need to put more. So I would put out like Bloodfell Caves. Yes. And, and But it comes out tapped. But this one doesn't. That one would be untapped right now. It's untapped right yep. now. So it can tap for a black or a red. You could play Dockside Chef if you wanted. Hell yeah. So <coughs> an artifact or creature and draw one card. So boom. Yep. And then tap Akum Refuge. Yep. Tapped it. There you go. So now it's used for the turn essentially. Okay, so he can't attack you though. He can't attack me this turn. When it goes to your next turn, then he could attack me if you wanted. Sweet. Yep. Okay, alright. Now I pass, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. We're just going to set that to the side. I don't have a goblin token, so you'll we'll use that for that eventually. What is that? It's just a card. I'm just going to have it flipped upside down, and then we'll put a dice on it so you know how many goblins you have, essentially. Oh, I wasn't supposed to look at it. Huh? I wasn't supposed to look at it. No, it doesn't matter. It's, I just pulled it out of here. It's a, oh. it's a random card. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. I'm going to put out a forest, and then I will tap three and put out Slogurk, the Overslime. Uh, so he's a 3-3 with trample. That essentially means if I attack you and you block with a creature or multiple creatures and he can deal more damage than your creatures have in health, that excess damage will go through to you. 
But if I don't block at all, then it all, just all goes to you. All goes to me. So yeah. I need to block. I mean, it depends on how much you need that thing you'd be blocking with. Uh, he's going to get really big really fast, and that is a good deck. <laughs> but I think you might have picked with the weakest one. Yeah, it's, it's once okay. it gets its engine going, it's really fun. It's just I don't. This is a group hug deck that doesn't really have a way to win. It's fucking boring, and I hate it. It takes like a regular game and makes it like a three-hour game, which is basically me just going, have all the shit you want, but also fuck you, you can't use any of the shit you want, and I'm going to extend this game painfully long, and then eventually you'll kill me, which is not fun. Kess is good. Sometimes it's kind of a thrown-together deck of shit that I have had, and uh, it either does the thing or does nothing. And if it does the thing, that wouldn't, it just wouldn't have a shot. So wouldn't be a fun one to play. But... I'm going to put Slow Gurk out, um, and then I'm going to tap Perpetual Timepiece, so it has that little symbol there. It just It's the same as your uh, your mana thing there. I'm going to tap it to do this effect. Put the top two cards of your library uh, into your graveyard. That's what I'm going to do. So these two are going to go down there. I put a forest into my graveyard. This guy gets a plus one, plus one counter. He is now a 4-4. Four, four. Mm. But he can't attack this turn. I will pass. He can't? Yep. Oh, because you did the thing. Well, because he doesn't have haste. So, oh, because you just put him on the field. Yeah, okay. all creatures have what's called summoning sickness unless they have haste. Haste essentially means it's ready to go. Basic land, I got another mountain. Cool. Okay. And then you untap your two cards. Untapped. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I want to put out another land, right? These are red? Those are red. And this is... That one is still only going to tap for Cuddleless because you don't have a Swamp. Okay, so the so red is probably better. I want to put a red out. It's coming out tapped. That does not come out tapped. It does not? Nope. It's a basic land, so it just comes out wow, ready to go. Nice. That's fucking sweet, dude. Mm-hmm. So then I can do this. You can. I can do Hoarding Outburst. But wait, what's this guy? I can do this, too. Mm-hmm. You got a couple options. You can also do Yuri if you wanted. I don't know how much Garnet costs. It's got one one. This Five. guy's got okay. three three. But yeah, but that's three colorless, one black and a red. Yeah, so that one's five mana. You don't have that much yet. Okay, okay. So token creation is always good. Token creation is always good. Mm-hmm. So that's this guy. Yep. So then that's all of them. That is all of them. All of them are tapped. Yeah. And then, I, you have ways to grab stuff from your graveyard. I don't know if you can grab instants and sorceries. It's red, black, you probably don't. But just so that that goes where it's supposed to, because it's a sorcery, you essentially cast it, and then that card goes into your graveyard, which is what will happen now. You make three, you have three of them, uh, the little one, one red goblin creatures. I have three of them. Yes. So this goes to my graveyard. That goes to your graveyard, yep. And I have three one, one goblins. Okay. And you could attack me with Dockside Chef if you wanted. He will die, though. Yeah, yeah. I, he's got three, four, four now, right? Yep. So it's not going to do anything. Yeah. I forget that you played Yu-Gi-Oh! And that means you're going to understand combat so much better than Kirsten did. Okay. That's been the hardest thing for her to understand. But, like, you guys are dealing with, like, 1,700 power yeah, and yeah. shit. That was so confusing to me at first. I was like, why is it? This is so weird. And then if it's, like... What is it? Uh, how does that shit work where it's like tap? If it's not tapped, but if it's flipped, it, 
I don't know. There's a bunch of weird stuff with the combat there that I just I don't understand. So this you is... can have an attack or defense, which means like the first number, like say it's a thousand with attack and a thousand to defend, mm-hmm. or like fifteen hundred to defend. You would turn them this way, and if they killed your creature, you would take no damage. That's even what if it was. it was more. But if it was forward and you're in attack mode, you can't attack from defensive mode. Yeah. But if it was forward, you can take damage if their attack is better than right. yours. So Okay. <coughs> yeah. So pass then. Okay. I will draw a card. Um let's see here. I think I'm going to... I don't have enough mana for that, dude. We'll tap one. I'm going to do Thought Scour on myself. Target player puts the top two cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard, and then I draw a card. So I'm going to target myself with that. Fuck, I actually really would have liked that card. <laughs> uh, one of my forests is going to go into the graveyard, and he gets a uh, plus one, plus one counter. I draw a card. I haven't played a land this turn. So every time a a land goes to your graveyard, he gets up one. He gets bigger. That's why you're just, you got a bunch of cards that are going to keep doing that. Yep. And I have 55 lands in the stack, which is, no, I have 50, which is really high. Normally you run like between 28 to 34, depending on what kind of your deck needs. 50s, I mean, it's half the deck. So I'm constantly hitting lands, constantly chucking them down there. We're going to tap this and I'm going to mill two more. Another land. He goes to three. Um, pass. So you can't attack with him, though. I can. I just I don't. Not until I'm ready to just oh, wipe nice. you from the face of the earth most, or most oh, of the that time. Works. Arcane Signet. Had one mana of any color in your commander's color identity. What is your color identity? Red and black. So that's another thing with Commander. Um, Notice how this guy's blue-green, and I'm only playing blue and green cards. Yours is red-black, you're only playing that. You can only have in a Commander deck cards that share uh, color identity with your Commander, or like these guys just don't have a color. You can play those. Um, But if it's green-blue, only green and blue cards. This one over here... He has all five colors. I can play anything I fucking want in there. Interesting. Uh, minus banned cards, because they ban cards from certain stuff, because they're too good, or whatever reason. Which pisses me off. Profit of crew fixes no longer allowed, and it makes me sad. <laughs> okay. It's one of my favorite cards in the game. All right, so I put another mountain out. Hell yeah. And then add one mana of any color in your commander's color. So where do I pull that from? So you, you would can... have to be in the graveyard already? What do you mean? What? I don't know. Add one. Oh, so that basically says... So you see how that says add a red or a black? Yeah. That is basically saying you can tap it for one mana of whatever your mana colors your commander is. So it's not pulling it from anywhere. You're just tapping it and you go, I'm going to use this for a red or a black. And it's not a creature. It's an artifact. So you can immediately use it when you play it. So you can pay two mana, put it out... And then tap it for a mana, so you would you could essentially use a total of five mana this turn. That might be confusing the way I said that, but no, I gotcha. Okay, but five will get this guy out. It wouldn't work that way. Um, mm. 
So you have four right now. You could put two, you could pay two to play Arcane Signet. Now you would only have two available, but because Arcane Signet came out, you'd have three available. Okay, so next time I'd have five. Yeah, so... But how long does this last? Or does it, only it just stays once? out. So I put this out as land, basically. Basically, yeah. A lot of people just keep artifacts like that in their uh, mana pool. So that would okay. untap with that the rest of your easier. shit at the beginning of your turn. Okay, well, two mana for this. Yep. That goes there. So now I have three, which can bring out <coughs> this guy, right? Yep. Deals one damage to any target. Mm-hmm. What, what, what is any targeted? Are you directly a target? You could target me. Say you sacrificed enough to deal six damage to Slogurk. You could deal six damage directly to him and kill him. You don't have that many creatures, but say he was a 3-3, you could sacrifice all your creatures out right now and just fucking kill him. Um, yeah. Any target would be creature, planeswalker, or player. Mm. Planeswalker is kind of like a mini player you control. It can't attack, but people can attack it. I'm going to save it then. Okay. Because he's got to go up a lot. My only... What's my only. Oh, no, I can only deal one damage. Mm-hmm. But is it per goblin? I... It's per creature you sacrifice. It's mainly it you're going to use that to hit right? me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I want to save it. I want to save it. Okay. Oh, pass. You don't want to play anything, then? Well, I mean, what else can I do? You can play Yuri. And I'm, I'm, you don't have to. I'm just asking. No, you're right. You want I want to put him out there. Because okay. that's two, right? Yep. Okay. Two mana. There we go. There you go. That works. All right. I will draw a card. Uh, it is an Iceland. Is there play that an amount of, of creatures or any of the stuff you can have out there? No. Okay. No. So rats, the way this guy works is I tap him, sacrifice a rat that's on the field other than him, obviously. Um, well, technically I could sacrifice him. I just, that'd be dumb. But I can sacrifice another rat and then I put out X rats X one one rats equal to the number of rats I currently have on the field. So say I have two relentless rats out and him, I tap him, I sacrifice one of those, and then I make two one one rats. And then next turn, I'm gonna sac I'm gonna tap him, sacrifice one of the one one rats, and now I have three rats out. I'm gonna put three more rats out, and it just exponentially goes from there until you kill him, kill my rats, or I've made you dead with rats. It makes a lot of fucking rats. I've done like. I want to say 400,000 damage with this guy. Or, yeah. That was, like, with the best cards in the deck, though. It was really mean. I did it to Kirsten, and I, like, I drew all the cards, and I was like, oh, this is never going to happen again. Like, statistically, it's really low. I'll fucking you up this game. <laughs> oh, man. But it was fun for me. Uh, she didn't like it. So she doesn't like that deck anymore. Um, <clears throat> so I think I'm going to tap... But I like that card. Get both of those. I'm gonna tap four. Factor fiction. Let's separate that. It is important how you use your land. I want a blue available. So with factor fiction, I'm gonna reveal the top five cards in my library, and you're gonna separate those into two piles of any number of cards. That could be one pile with one and the rest have four. That could be 
you split it up however you want, uh, and then I choose one pile to put into my hand, the rest go into my graveyard. So, you get to split those up however you like. Uh, if you would like, I can kind of give you threat assessment of the cards. I will tell you this those two I can kill you immediately with so don't put them together yeah I think I was gonna go this way hmm okay um I have not used Jace in forever. He's one of my favorite Planeswalkers, so I'm going to stick him in my hand, and I'll throw these guys in my graveyard. Well, at least there was no more land in there, right? So your dude doesn't get any stronger. Yeah, normally that's fucking... Yeah, I see what you're doing. I've got five cards. Yeah. Um, so now I have these dudos. I'm going to tap two, or tap that top two in my graveyard. <laughs> that's two more. Uh, he goes to an 8-8. Eight, eight. And I can't play anything else. I will pass. Okay. Drawing. Another land. Good lord. So it comes out tapped, right? Nope. That one no, doesn't. Does, oh, right. That doesn't. So that's six total, I guess. Mm -hmm. It costs you four mana to play your commander, by the way. Because you can cast that as well. Oh. I have a strong card. I'm going to do that. Hell yeah. So, we're going to go four. Okay. And then, that's it right now, huh? Well, you have two more mana. Yeah, but this guy I'm saving to deal more damage, right? If I can up my goblins? Well, so that's an enchantment. It's just going to be out on the field and it stays out on the field. Oh, I can just keep using it? Yep. Oh, well, shit. I want that, then. That's okay. two. Yep. <clears throat> so I'm fully tapped, and this is getting in the way. <laughs> yeah, you, you end up with a big pile of mana. So then sacrifice a goblin. It does one damage, so I just want to deal with one. Can I do all three? You can't. So with that, what I would say is, remember, read, read your commander real quick. Whenever another creature you control dies, draw a card... If it was attacking. Otherwise, Garner, Blood Fist of Kill, deals one damage to each opponent. So, if you just sacrifice the three... Say, we'll just go with one. If you just sacrifice one right now without going to combat, you deal two damage to... Well, one damage to me and one damage to any target you're choosing. If you make it attack and you sacrifice it during combat, you will draw a card and then deal one damage to any target of your choosing. Cards in hand is... Very powerful in this game. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'll do that then. So, I can attack with whatever, right? Yes. My guy is an 8-8. Eight, eight. He can only block one thing, though. I can do... How many times can I do this? The... The uh, sacrifice an artifact or creature to draw a card. As many times as you have the mana to. So, for that, his effect costs one colorless and one black. Ah. Mm-hmm. So, right. that could I, be the other thing. You could... Wait until your next turn and swing with those guys, pay mana for as many of them as you want to sacrifice to Dockside Chef, draw cards off Dockside Chef and Garna. Um, you can have a max of seven cards in your hand when you end your turn. Jeez. Mm-hmm. 
Don't know what you want to do yet? I don't know. I'm a little confused. <laughs> I think I want to attack with... If I do all three of these, mm-hmm. right, then it'll be three damage directly to you. Ye- but I lose all three of these. If you attack with those... So if you just sacrifice them right now, you'll deal three damage directly to me with Garna Bloodfist of Keld. Um, and then you'll have three damage to deal from gomb- Goblin Bombardment anywhere you want, which probably going to go to so me. That'd be six. So that'd be six. If you attack with those three and you sacrifice all of them, um, you'll draw three cards and then you'll deal three damage to me. Which is what I would recommend doing. Once you run out of cards in your Let's hand, you kind of stop doing stuff. So I would attack with all three of these. Mm-hmm. So we go to combat, go ahead and tap them like everything else. Okay. That essentially means they've swung at me. And then before I go to declare blockers... Because um, you only have the one. I only have the one. There's yeah. different phases in in within the combat phase, but before we go to declare blockers, you'd say now that they're attacking, I'm going to sacrifice them to Goblin Bombardment. Um, okay, and I'm going to sacrifice them to Goblin Bombardment. Okay, so then essentially those guys just go away. They don't really go into the graveyard because they're tokens. And then you're going to draw three cards, and I will take three damage. Okay. So now I'm at 37. Interesting. Yeah. Let's go that way. So I'm drawing three cards. Yes, sir. Okay. Which, if it's instant, can just be thrown out there? What? Uh, Butcher of Malakir is really fucked up. Whenever Butcher of Malakir or another creature, each opponent sacrifices a creature. That's a really good way to stop my deck from working. Yeah, that yeah. guy goes away. That's <laughs> fantastic. Basically, yeah, that's what so, that does. Drawing, I have to pass after that, right? I can't put these guys out there. Um, if you had the mana to play them, you could play. Okay. So it goes uh, upkeep, right? Which is untap, upkeep, draw. It goes main phase one, combat, and then main phase two, and then your end phase. So you, after combat, would have another phase to play anything you wanted to. You just don't have mana to do that. Heard. Okay. Awesome. Pass? All right. Yes, sir. I will. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Um, that's... I don't know what I want to do. Interesting. So... <coughs> I have five mana. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. I'm going to tap five. Because you know I have this thing in my hand, huh? No, it doesn't matter. It's really just a matter of like how long do I want the game to go. Okay, fair enough. So, um... doesn't need to go crazy forever. I was going to say it's... It's probably about 10. I'm going to play Traumatize. Fuck. Uh, target player puts the top half of his or her library rounded down into his or her graveyard. Target. Okay. Hold on. What? I'm going to take the top half of my library rounded down. So i got to count how many cards I have. Then take the top half of that rounded down and stick it in my graveyard. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit's right. <laughs> That's not good. You have a lot of cards. The issue is, is if I count them in a weird way, I flip the entire order of my deck, and that's no good. I try yeah. to be accurate with these things. That's fair. 
This is nuts. I could see this being a lot of fun. Forty nine there. Yeah. So there's ways to just pick a like luck of the draw. You could just fuck someone's whole world up real quick. Yeah, and that kind of goes into the um, <clears throat> the way you build your deck. So that's the fun part is you find a legendary creature, and you go, I like what the fuck that does. I'm gonna use those colors to build a deck around it that does a thing in my head. And then the better you are at building decks, or if you have friends that are good at building decks, and depending on the budget you want to put into it, which this is a $55 deck, which is fucking low. I mean, yeah. as I said, this is a $400 deck. That's still low, if I'm being honest. It's one of my more expensive decks, but that's some people have like $5,000 decks. We don't need to go that crazy. You can build a really, it's really about consistency and just honing it in. I got a buddy who is good at magic. He actually played, we played some magic yesterday, and I fucked him up with this deck. He didn't like that. He pulled out a different deck, and then he fucked me up because I was playing a slower deck. So he had one that like went together and did the thing. He's had other ones that they're killer commanders, but it was too widespread, and just didn't do the thing. That's 49 cards. Fuck. Seventy-four, so that's thirty-seven cards. I need to go into my graveyard. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-two, thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven. All right. <coughs> so now I got to so count. The sooner you have that card, the better. There's, uh, yeah, so the other card that I said I could kill you with basically immediately is Fraying Sanity. So a lot of the times I play this on myself, which essentially says at the end of my turn, every card that went into my graveyard, for every card that went into my graveyard, I put the top card of my library into my graveyard. So if I do this and I put two cards into my graveyard, I end my turn, two more cards are going to go into my graveyard. Which helps me get it there faster. And then with Traumatize... I would basically kill myself because I don't have any way that if I can't draw cards, I win the game for that. That's generally a way you lose. You have to have a card that says otherwise. But I can play Frank Sanity on you, and then I can play Traumatize and target you. You put the top card of your library or top half of your library rounded down into your graveyard, and then at the end of your turn, or at the end of my turn, when I end my turn, we go to the end step. You're going to put the other half of your... You're going to put that same number of cards into your graveyard. And unless you have an uneven number, in which case you would have one card, meaning you have one turn to win the game, on your upkeep, you normally aren't going to have any cards in your deck. And you go to draw and you lose the game. If you have that one card, you have one turn to do something about it, or you fucking lose. Which is why this is fun. Most people hate mill, which is why I built a deck where I get to mill myself, because it's my favorite way of playing. Nobody can really bitch at me. Unless I do that to you, which I did to Kirsten. Um, and that was fun. But, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Uh, so, not bad. Yeah. Okay. 20 lands go into my graveyard. Uh, so, that means he is now a 28, 28. And then, with Zeron Orb, I'm going to sacrifice for zero, 
I'm going to sacrifice the land to gain two life. One, two, three, four, five times. So now he is a 33-33, and I gain uh, 10 life off of that. Now I'll swing at you for 33 damage. You have to be able to block it down to a total of 20 damage to survive. And that goes based off the uh, health your creatures have. No, I can't do that. Yeah, it's not enough. Three, five, six. Not quite. I blocked. Okay. They will all die, and then you will too. Cool. I win. <laughs> That's so how that this works. This game is called I Win. Okay. All right. Dude, this is fucking cool, because these guys all do different shit. Yep. I'm reading this other stuff. I mean, Woe Strider is pretty cool. Impulsive Pilfer. Mm-hmm. A treasure token? Treasures are little artifacts you can sacrifice for mana. So there's... That's why I really like this game. You can do a bunch of different Oops. random shit with it. Um, so we won't keep that guy out, right? I say, and I don't know if you want to play another game. Whatever you want to do, it's up to you. I'm down. I say we can also always just go to like normal podcast talking or whatever. It's uh, up to you. I'm down to play another game. Okay. Do you so want to play the same deck or do you want to play a different one? Hmm. Now you understand the basic concepts of the game. I think I'm going to play the same deck. Okay. I chose... Fair enough. Um, I'm going to let you do this, though. That's fair. It's your shit. Up. <clears throat> I don't know what to play. Well, we don't have a ton of time. So you can just crush me again. That'd be fun. <laughs> uh, fuck it. I will play... I've never seen everyone, every card in a case. Really? Yeah, never. Yeah, um, it just it keeps them in better condition because, I mean, so they're, they're trading cards, right? If you keep them in good condition, you get more value out on them later. Um, so, like, I pulled a card recently that's like a $65 card or something from, a like, a $5 pack. If that card were to get super fucked up, it's no longer worth 65 bucks. But, I mean, that's more than one of several of my decks. Uh, you only rat one, huh? Individual. Yeah, this one either really aggressively does the thing, or it just kind of hangs out until we get there, or you kill me. Um, I like that. Yeah, I figured it's like, it is either one of my most aggressive decks, or one of my least aggressive decks. Either way, I'm going to have a good time. And I don't play it that often, because I've had it for about four or five years now. Um, never going to take it apart. So it was a gift from my buddy, so this one will be one that is forever in my repertoire of decks, whereas most of these other ones will get pulled apart at some point. You guys ever pay for pink, play for pink slips kind of thing? <coughs> oh, like control of the deck? Yeah, like play and whoever wins gets the other person's deck? No, um, mainly because of like the cost for them. Yeah. And then most of the time you're building your own, and so you kind of get attached. Uh, you could do that. I, I got a buddy. Um, they have, so they just released a, a Lord of the Rings set, and oh, so they shit. have the One Ring, and they got like a fancy version of it. Um, and so they play Didn't where. What's his face? Just buy it? Huh? Isn't there only one? So that is a um, serialized one of one ring, and it's. I think it sold for over a million dollars. Yeah, but what's this? Post Malone bought it. Probably. Dude, that guy has spent so much money. 
on Magic the Gathering. He, I don't know how much he spent on that. I ought to Google that. Um, it's a couple million dollars, I think. I think so. It's so silly. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Let's see here. Two point six million. Jeez. Holy shit. Yeah, so it previously used to be Black Lotus that was the most expensive card in the game at like $400,000. And then they said, hey, we're going to release this. And immediately it was just like, oh, yeah, no, that's going to crush that fucking number. So there's only one of them. It has a little one-of-one serialized thing on it. I assume they went and got it graded, which, you, do you know what grading is? Like yeah, yeah, quality like, of the card or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say it got like an 8.9 or a 9 or something like that. Wow. Um, it just goes to like how evenly it's lined up in the margins, you know, is there a curled corner from the packaging? You, like, you think if they're making a one-of-one card, it'd be a 10. Well, it, they pulled it in a pack. So that one card is stuck in a pack somewhere. That could be in a collector box that comes with like 40 packs. That could be in, I could pay, well, I think those packs were like 30 bucks because of that. I could pay 30 bucks, pull that one card, and have a several million dollar card. Like, oh. when we, we got a Lord of the Rings box that we opened, and it hadn't been found yet. And so it was like, Alan could be rich after today. Like, you yeah. never know. And it wasn't the only serialized card they pulled. Some of those, I mean, usually they're starting out once you grade it at like five grand plus. Yeah. So you just immediately make a stupid amount off that. Um, life will go back to 40. We'll go ahead and draw seven cards and kind of start over. Do you want to play open hands again or no? It's totally um, up to you. Probably. Okay. I'll play closed hands once I kind of figure this whole thing out. Yeah, absolutely. Three, four, five, six, seven. All right. Huh. Wait a minute, that's fucking great. Yeah, um, we're both playing black, so we have a lot of go fuck yourself, I killed it in those in these decks. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So there's a lot of reading in this game, huh? There's a lot of reading, <laughs> but it, once you like... So I know all these decks, I either made them or have had them for a while, so I don't have to read as much. And right. then once you know the abilities, it's kind of like, oh yeah, all rats have fear, got it. They can only be blocked by artifacts or black creatures. Cool. Um, which is actually, that means that's a good deck for you to play against me with. Uh, trample. Know what Trample is. You know, that that kind of thing. If you know the card, I don't really need to read anything. I just, I see the picture and I go, oh yeah, well, how much does it cost? It costs that much. I'm going to put it down. Now I know what it does. You know, it ends up getting more and more basic, kind of, depending on what you're playing. There's also super combo heavy crazy decks that it's like okay I played an instant I'm going to tap two creatures now I draw a card that's another instant I'm going to play it on the stack I'm going to tap two more creatures and I'm going to play a card or draw a card that's Wrath which is a deck Jinji has that's fucking gross did you say we're playing open or not yeah that's what you wanted to do right maybe I don't care <laughs> I, don't, I don't care man. I don't know there's some cards in my hand I don't know if I want you to see them I'll say might affect I will, gameplay I'll say I will play as if I don't know what's in your hand um, you're also just welcome to, if you hit a point, uh, should I play this right now? You can show me, and we'll, again, I'll play as if I don't. All right, that's fine. We'll do that. I trust okay. you enough. I just, <laughs> I got this Terminate card, <laughs> and so now I have two ways to kill that fucking asshole. Wait, where'd he go? 
I'm playing oh, a different deck. Playing a different deck. Yeah. But that guy, fuck that guy, right? Yeah, yeah, that's rude, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's gonna he's gonna fuck me up eventually. Uh, that is the goal. Yeah, I'm gonna. My goal is to make a shitload of rats, which. Gingy made this for me because I was doing pest control at the time. Oh, nice. And so it was also, that was another reason why he made it. Um, I want to make a squirrel deck just so I have rats and squirrels. Uh, and then I also have a pest deck list. So I have, like, that one's insects essentially. Oh. Um, which I no longer do pest control, but I still kind of want all of them. Just yeah. to have, like, a pest control collection. Do Because you can get, um, like, this holds six, six, boxes, six decks the way I have it set up. I could probably fit... Um, eight in there, but I have a box that holds two magic decks. I could probably find one that'll hold three, and then just like, or I could make one out of leather, I suppose. Uh, but do like a little pest control deck thing, <laughs> you know? Cool. Um, let's go ahead and roll for who goes first. All right, Captain. Fucking what? I totally missed where I was aiming. One. All right, never mind. Five. Two. Two. Nice. You go first. So I go first, but... So I can only put one of these out at a time, right? Mm -hmm. Basic lands. So I'm going to go black (coughs) first. Comes out not tapped. Not tapped. Remember that now. And... I'm going to put out this artifact. That one costs you two mana. So I will not put out that artifact. (laughs) If you had Soul Ring, that one costs one mana. It's such a gross opening thing. You can so you put out a basic land. You tap one to pay for the one mana cost of soul ring. You put that out. It taps for two colorless. So you tap it. You put out arcane signet. When you go to turn two, where I've only played one basic land, you now have four land and you can play another land on the field. Jeez. Yeah, it's fucking gross. Okay, so land is a big deal here. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, so I got that, which I can't. Can I tap instantly? You can tap instantly. Um. Village rights isn't of any use right now because you don't yeah. have a creature to sacrifice. Correct, correct. Okay, pass. Okay, well, draw a card. Play, actually, uh, we're not going to start with this one. Play Myriad Landscape. It comes in tapped, and I will pass. Heard. Drawing. <coughs> Visceral Seer. There you go. Hot. Okay, so I'm going to first put this out, mm-hmm. and then. I'm going to hit, you don't have any creatures out, so I'm going to hit these and pull this. Mm -hmm. And then, then I, can I use this immediately Mm -hmm. and then pull this guy? Yeah. Okay. Bam. All right. Okay. We got a fucking people out. Yeah. So. Nice. Played a mountain, tapped to Arcane Signet, tapped Arcane Signet for Black Viscerous here. We're still doing a podcast. Right, we so are. So just trying to, like, <laughs> anybody who is listening right now, we kind of let you know what's going on a that little bit. That wasn't a bad move, right? That was pretty no, good. No, no, that's good. Okay. All yeah, right. and then as we go into and turn four, you already, or turn three, you already have three mana on the field. If you hit another land, you're now a four mana. You're ahead of the curve, which is Fuck always yeah. good. I will draw another card. Ooh, a rat. What a surprise. <laughs> I'll play a land and pass. Okay. I'm going to draw. <coughs> yeah, there's 40 relentless rats in this deck. I draw a lot of those motherfuckers. Choose two target creatures. In your graveyard, sacrifice a creature. Mm. If you do, return the chosen cards to the battlefield tapped. Victimized. That's a good-ass card. So this guy would have came in tapped, though, right? Nope. No. No, okay. you just couldn't attack with him that turn. You can attack me with him now, though. 
Will that hit you directly? That would hit me directly. I have nothing to block with, so um, it would hit me directly, yeah. That would be combat damage. Which is life. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and do that real quick. And okay. And then end my turn. So go ahead and tap him. Tapped. I have no response, so I will go down to 39. And I can't really do anything else. Probably not. Well, I can pull him out, but this is an instant, right? That is an instant. So um, you remember when you played the goblins yeah. and that card went to the graveyard? Yeah. Um, you're essentially doing that. So terminate would be... Uh, once that guy comes out. Once this guy comes <laughs> out, you go like, I don't want that guy there anymore. I'm going to tap two. And because it's an instant, you can do it on my turn. So I can pay five, bring out Marinar. You can tap a red and a black and go, go fuck yourself. Put it back in the command zone. But I would have to have them available, which means you I have to have don't them tap them. Exactly. Okay. Okay. I got you. Yep, you're getting it. All right. You having played Yu-Gi-Oh! is making this go so much faster, good, too. Good, um, I draw another Relentless Rat. I'll play a That's Swamp. Weird. I'm going to pay two, sacrifice Myriad Landscape. I get to search my library for two basic land cards that share a type, put them onto the battlefield tapped, shuffle my library. Heard. So, <coughs> fucking A. Two more Swamps. Wild. Pass. Heard. Drawing. Got another basic land. I'm just going to put it right out. Fuck yeah. Um, I'm going to turn this guy this way. I'm going to attack you again. Okay. And then so that taps him this way, and I'm going to leave the rest the way it is. Okay. And then I just I don't want you to forget you do have that to play as well. Just because it's on. Your commander. All right. One, yeah. two, three, four, five. You don't have to play it right now if you want to wait. Um, I'm well, just I don't, I don't have enough, do I? She needs five. No, four. four. One colorless, a black, and two red. You have enough. That's why I told you. I appreciate you. Okay, well then I will pull that out. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so All I'll right. tap everything. You're learning. Go for it. And um, then... Uh, and you attack me. I have no response. What? A, oh, I can't okay. attack immediately. It doesn't have haste, so no. Okay, hurt. And it's not tapped. So not the tapped. reason... Um, some people like to tap it so they remember that summoning sickness. The reason I don't want you to do that is if I attack you and your creature is tacked tapped you can't block with it because it's either you you didn't so like with this guy he doesn't affect i tap him for the effect i can no longer block with him if i attack then it doesn't have vigilance which says it doesn't get tapped when block when attacking if it's tapped i can't block with it if it's untapped it has summoning sickness so i can't use his ability the first turn he comes out and i can't attack with him but i can block so that's where that that comes into play we had a but i have a buddy who when he was first learning he was tapping them made everything super fucking confusing because he played like three creatures. We'd go to attack, and he's like, I'm going to block with these. I'm like, you can't. They're tapped. He's like, no, they came out this turn. They just they have summoning sickness. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm looking at your shit. Yeah. I need to know what that shit's doing. So Yeah, so you can decide what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah, I got you. Especially when we can't see each other's hands. Like, that changes a lot more to it, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will draw a card. Guess what? It's another fucking rat. That's weird. <laughs> well, there's 40 of the same card. Um, I'm going to tap 5. Play Thrumming Stone. Spells I control have Ripple 4. Oh, Ripple 4. Ripple 4. <laughs> so this is where this deck does. This is the card in the deck. When I play one of my rats, I'm going to look at the top 4 cards in my library. Any cards that share a name with it, I can immediately cast for free. Each of those have Ripple 4. So I just go through... Most of the time, until I hit every single rat in my deck. And then next turn, you die. Usually. 
pass. Well, shit. I, so I said it either does the thing or it doesn't do the thing. If and you have a way to destroy to an thing. artifact, you right. can kill it. So if you had something that said destroy target permanent, that could target the artifact. Destroy target term permanent or artifact. Currently, I don't think you do, but... I don't. Yeah. Mm. What's really fucked up is if you, do, like, I don't know if there's any in there, but if you have a board wipe, destroy all creatures. If I oh, thrumming man. stone and I shit out all my creatures and then you board wipe, all my stuff's in the graveyard. I have no grave recursion in this deck. I'm just shit out of luck. Jeez. Yeah. So I'm going to put that out. Comes okay. out tapped. Yep. And I got four here. I don't have anything in my graveyard. Nope, that's not going to do anything. Okay, so this guy comes back. Mm-hmm. Sacrifice a creature. I don't want to do that because that's this guy. That would be right? that, yeah, Okay, yeah. so, so then I would just attack. Yeah, you could just attack. You could also play um, Bastion of Remembrance. That would create you a token. Uh, it doesn't have haste, but then when you creatures you control die, they deal more damage to me. That's what Bastion of Remembrance does. Okay. Let's so do that. if you wanted to play that, unless you're trying to save mana for Terminator Murderous Cut, um, you can play that guy. That would be a good card. You don't have him out yet, and you can't attack with him to begin with. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this guy out. It's yeah. a good time to do that. Yep. And then if you so, leave one of your black available, you can then do village rights on that one card, deal a damage, deal two damage to me, but you'll also draw cards because of village rights. We'll get there in a second. Go ahead okay, and play the okay. This so <coughs> whenever a creature you control this. So this doesn't do anything now? It's a human token? What does that mean? Yeah, so you're essentially just gonna make a one one human. And then this is an enchantment, so it kind of just has a static effect. So, uh, oh shit. Um, whenever a creature of yours dies, it deals one damage to each opponent. And this is a deck where you sacrifice your creatures, that's really good. Because um, say you're playing in a game where there's four or five of us, you want to be able to deal damage to everybody, and that's kind of like a, I'm going to give you a thousand cuts to kill you kind of deck. That's super useful. You make this guy, right? So, uh, you got to tap another mountain because okay. Bloodfell Caves was already, it comes in tap, so that pays your three then. You have a black available. Village Rights says one black to cast it as an additional cost, cost to cast this, sacrifice creature, draw two cards. So I can do that mm -hmm. and draw two more cards. And you'll deal two damage to me. And two damage. Yes. Instead of just the one that I would have. Yep. So he's gone. That's there. This is gone, mm -hmm. right? We got to tap black. Tap Swamp. black. This is you... tapped already, or it just stays that way? That just stays. And, and then, then you draw two cards, and I take two damage. One from Garnon, one from Bastion. Okay, I got two more of these guys here. <coughs> just about to tap. Add a, okay, cool. And then return persistent specimen from your graveyard. I don't know what that is yet, so... Essentially, that's a creature that you can sacrifice and then pay mana to just put him from your graveyard back onto the field so you can kill him again. Cool. Yeah, so rather than have to have like some kind of token creation, you just go like, oh, I killed him. I drew a card. I don't need any. I can't play anything. I'm going to put it back out. I'm going to kill him again. I'm going to draw a card. I'm going to like, you just, there's a couple that do that. All right. Well, yeah. and then I'm going to attack you with five. Fuck yeah. I turn some this way. 
Yes, sir. I'll go down to 31. <coughs> All right, pass. Okay. Yeah. Draw a card. Um, we're not gonna bother playing that. Just because it doesn't. Let's be real; it doesn't matter. I'm gonna tap six. I'm gonna play two relentless rats. Okay. They both have ripple four. So, <coughs> I essentially have two triggers of ripple four. We're gonna have to keep count of the amount of triggers that I have because I can only do one at a time. So, the first one, we're gonna look at the top four cards. I have two relentless rats. So we used one trigger. But now I get two more triggers, and I have three triggers. So that's eight. No, still three. Still three. Okay. So now I'm going to do another one. So we go from three down to two. I hit a rat. It adds a trigger. We stay so at three. Just back to three. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Wait, another but this charge. is throwing them in your graveyard? Whatever oh, else shit, you didn't no. do? It doesn't do that. Oh, Thank okay. you for asking. Yeah, uh, yeah. Myriad Landscape's the only thing in my graveyard. These okay. are all going to go into the bottom of my deck. That'd be a great way to fucking kill myself if it did that. I hit no rats, so now we go down to two triggers. Heard. So, uh, there's three rats. We go up two more triggers, so at four. Jesus. Two rats, five. Two rats, six. Two rats, seven. Oh, Jesus. One rat, we stay at seven. One rat, we stay at seven. One rat, we stay at seven. So you're going to draw your whole deck? Yeah. Uh, two rats, we go to eight. I think at this point, we three, we go to ten. I'm just going to go through and pull out all the rats. We can Because that's 40 cards. I don't have that many here. Okay. So just for sake of uh, time, I'm going to pull the rest of the fucking rats out. That cool. usually happens when I can cast two rats at a time. Um, so one thing these rats say is one, I can have as many of them as I want in a deck. And also, Relentless Rats gets plus one, plus one for each other creature on the battlefield named Relentless Rat. Wait, do those go directly into your attack area? They go directly into my uh, battlefield. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> so I'm done now. Next turn. I can't attack with them yet. But I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37 relentless rats. Because you got three in your fucking hand. Because I have three in my hand. Um, so. I won't die. Huh? So I won't die immediately. No, you. Each of these get. Plus 36, 36. So they are 38, cool. 38s a piece. Cool. All right. Well. Pass. <laughs> this is why I said if you have a board wipe, you basically stop my deck in its tracks. Well. Draw. <laughs> Morbid opportunist. Whenever one or more other creatures die, draw a card. This ability triggers only once. So. We're back this way. Now that one's open, right? Mm-hmm. It's four. Um, pull that guy out of your mana area. Okay. So don't confuse you any. So <coughs> I'm going to go... Well, that's really not fucking much I can do about that, huh? 
Not really. It enters tapped. I'm going to pretend like I don't know all that to be destroyed here. Um, so tap two mana for that guy. There we go. And then... I'm going to play this. Fuck yeah. Kill a rat. Kill a rat. Okay. One rat fucking dead. One of my rats is dead. But I doesn't this it. guy do a thing? Uh, no. Whatever creature, creature you control, yeah. Okay. Okay. <coughs> Good. I will attack with both <laughs> of these fucking guys, too. And I will block them. You'll block them? Yep. And you die. will take two damage? No, because I blocked them. But but this guy says whenever it oh, creature yes. you dies. Oh, you're right. You're right. So you're and Garna, so this is a weird thing. Garna okay. Bloodfist of Keld is still on the battlefield when they die, so it reads their deaths. So you'll draw two cards, and I'll take two damage. Fuck yeah. It's kind of a weird so, thing. And if there's an instant... And you had the mana to play it. <coughs> destroy target non-artifact creature. And I have the mana to play it. I do not. How much does it cost? Two. Oh, yeah. Go for the throw. What's this, uh... I'm gonna throw that? No, I already threw a land, right? Nope. No, I threw an artifact. You threw an artifact. So it comes in tapped. Fuck yeah, extra land. We always love that. Mm. <laughs> so I'll go... I got another land. Put that out. I'm going to tap six. Put out two more rats. These guys can't attack yet. I have 36 rats that can attack. And they're all 39-39s. You're not going to do math, right? I lose. I'm doing the fucking math. Okay, let's see what you I'm got. I'm swinging for 1,404 damage. 1,404 1, damage at you. All right, well, I block with Garna. Garna's dead. Right, she died. So I'm blocking with Hope. <laughs> so that's that. <laughs> All right, man. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, so that's where, like, uh,. The decks can be extremely different in how they function. Now I have to shuffle this thing a shitload before I play it again because all of my rats are in one spot. Yep. It's pretty standard for it. <clears throat> that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, taking the time to learn the game yeah, a little bit. Yeah, dude. It was, it was fun. I mean, it definitely... Wow, these cards all do different shit. I could see this getting very intense and very complicated. Really depends on how much time and effort you want to put into it. But that's where, like, if you found a commander you liked... There's several ways to just kind of look them up. You have a color you want to find something in or uh, an effect where you're like, that seemed kind of cool. I want to explore that. Yeah. You could always just find one or tell me, hey, I want to I want to do a deck kind of based around this kind of a thing. And I can just build you a list. And then when you want to, you go get that. You can give me a budget. I build it off of that. Um, wow. Yeah. And then I, I just send you the list. I let you know, hey, here's how the deck is going to function. Here's what it does. In all reality, you don't know how that deck is going to function until you have it and you play it. So there's always a risk that you're like, I don't really fucking work right. Can I just have like a fucking bunch of beast modes? What does that mean? Like just like badass creatures that just beat the shit out of everybody. That sounds like green, yeah. So sounds like green. <laughs> all the different colors kind of do different stuff. Um, this guy, as I said, he's five color. Blue is control. Blue tells you, go fuck yourself. You don't get to go do that thing. Like, you literally go to play something, and it goes, cancel. Counter target spell. And you just go, so it doesn't happen? And you're like, yeah, fuck you. Black says, I'm going to kill all your shit. So, like, Butcher Malak here. If my shit dies, your shit dies. Uh, or just go for the throat. I'm going to kill your shit. 
It's kind of what it does a lot of the times. Uh, and lifesteal, I deal damage to you, I gain life back. White does that a lot as well. White is <coughs> a lot of, I'm going to exile your stuff. So instead of black being, I'm going to destroy it, I'm going to kill it essentially, it just goes, fuck you, you don't get it back. It's, it's off in the ether, it's gone now. Um, a lot of life gain, a lot of creature creation, so like a lot of small creatures. Uh, and this is really generic. You can get into a bunch of different things with that. It also does blink stuff, but red is just pure aggression. It's like I'm going to go as fast as possible, and I'm just going to deal a bunch of damage. That's about it. Green is big stompies, so it makes huge fucking creatures most of the time, and it mana ramps like a motherfucker. You just you build more and more mana, and then you just do all the things with it. Um, certain colors have better card draw than other colors, or better mana ramp, um, which is important, but the fun part is you get to combine those as you want and just find something for it. So like if you wanted a deck that does just really aggressive combat, um, probably like red-green. You get the mana ramp, you get the aggression side of it, and of course you can build that with any colors. You could also, I mean, literally any of the colors you wanted, just if you're going for big stompies, probably going to say add green in there somewhere but you can do a four color deck three color one color five color no color actually there's um just barons or uh wastelands i think is what they're called barons or it's one of the two but essentially it's just that colorless mana it's a basic land for that and you can play with the colorless commander and then you just you don't get any colors in your deck those are really hard to build i built one for Jinji. the uh the deck you were playing with he had us all find a commander that we thought was cool and then he built us a deck list off of that. I asked him for one, and he sent me Graz the Unstoppable, which is a fucking juggernaut, quite literally, that's what it is, that uh, is colorless. Never built a colorless deck before. It's one of the grossest decks I've built. It's, it costs eight mana to get it out, and he's consistently got it out turn four or five every game. And it's like a $50 deck, which I was super stoked about. He has no basic lands in it either, but none of his lands come out tapped, which is not usually the case with non-basic lands. I probably just said a bunch of stuff that didn't mean anything. But No, it all made sense. Yeah, so and it kind of just depends on what you'd want. Do you, would you want it to just be creature heavy? Do you want, I like enchantments myself. Those are super fun. You can also, uh, you can play where you have one creature you like the effect of, and then you put a bunch of equipment or enchantments on it to make that creature super strong, and you kind of do what I did with Slowgurk, where I just, I make that guy big as fuck, my commander, and then I go hit you with him. There's ways to do decks like that. Kirsten has one that, it's fucking mean. She usually kills you the turn after she puts her commander out, which is normally like turn five. It's kind of fucked up, but it's it's fun. She wanted an aggressive deck, and she finally sent me a commander that I could build aggressive, and I was like, that, I got you. I could do something with that. All the other ones... Well, so she'd probably be pissed if we used, like, Terminator. <coughs> it pisses her off a lot. But part of that is uh, I built that deck in a way... So her commander is Ural Miststalker. Um, basically what it says is it costs five mana to play. It's red, white, green. It comes out as a 5-5. Five, five. It has hexproof. So actually, it's part of why I picked it or why she picked it. You can't target it with terminate or go for the throw. Hexproof says uh, it just can't be targeted by opponent's creature, by opponent's abilities or spells. So you would have to play like a... Uh, a board wipe that says destroy all creatures. It doesn't target that creature. It's just like a generic. Or Butcher of Malakir would get around that. I kill one of my creatures. If that's your only creature out, you have to sacrifice it. 
I'm not targeting it. She really hated that when I did that to her because I did do that with that deck. It made it super fun for me. <laughs> but I put a bunch of shit in that deck because it also says uh, Ural gets plus two, plus two for each enchantment attached to it. So you play something for like two mana that says target creature has... Well, there's one that's for three mana. It has flying, indestructible, and plus two, plus two, which is stupid good for three mana. But really what that means, because of Ural's ability, is it has flying, indestructible, and plus four, plus four. So now with adding that one card to it, it became a 9-9 nine, nine that has hexproof, hexproof, indestructible, which that whole board wipe thing no longer does anything to it, and flying, which means you have to have something with flying or reach to be able to block it. That's off one card. It's fucking me. And then there's a bunch of other shit that do other things like that. For really low cost, you just buff the fuck out of that commander, which is why if you can play your commander, you can normally play two to three enchantments, depending on what those are. It's at like a 17-17 or already a 21-21, and then you just you go murder people with it. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty aggressive. Um, I want to add a little bit more card draw into it. She keeps saying it's fine. It's not. It needs like two more card draw cards, and then it'll be where it needs to be. Um, I had another version of it called for with uh, Tuvasa, which was slightly different cards, colors, um, and it didn't boost itself every time you played an enchantment, but it let you draw a card every time you, for the first card you played every, first enchantment you played every turn, so that helped you keep cards in hand and keep the deck moving. This one kind of does the opposite of that. It gets big really fast, but you have to generate the card draw. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely a nerd for this shit, so I can kind of go on. It's cool, man. Forever. I liked it a lot, man. So definitely interested in playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we I'm can find you a commander and build you a list. doesn't take me very long to do that, usually. Um, the biggest thing is not picking a shitty commander. If you do that, I can't help you. It's just, it, it is what it is. But I'll let you know. Uh, yeah, well, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll send you something. Sure. And then fucking... Just tell me if he's a shit commander or not. And yeah. then would I just purchase him by himself? Well, so you could purchase it by itself. Normally what I do is I build you a deck list. What I tend to do is I email that deck list into Batcave Games, which is down on uh, Mill Plain. Yeah. And then they'll send me back a price listing. So they go through all the cards. They say, hey, if we have all of these, this is how much it costs in total. Are you cool with that? I say yes. And then... Throughout the day or the next day, however, however much time they have, they go through and pull all the cards on that list that they have. They send you another email. They say, hey, these are the cards we have. This is the revised list of prices. Because they might say with this guy, it's a, it's a shiny one and it's a different art than your basic art. That's going to make it a little bit more expensive. So stuff like that, they let you know of. Uh, or if it's like, hey, we have this card, but it's a little beat up. It's the only one we have. Do you still want it? change the price in whatever way, you say yes, no, whatever, and then once it's ready, which you see is at that point, you come in, pick it up, buy it from them, and then you get all the cards they had. Past that, any they didn't have, you just order online, wait for those to come in, and then you have a deck made. Or you can order all of it offline, and then you just wait for it to get shipped to you. Like magic.com or some shit? Um, there's TCG Player, Card Kingdom, and then like a bunch of others. Those are two of the bigger ones. TCG Player I've used. I haven't used Card Kingdom. Alan uses Card Kingdom. It's the one I'm going to use next. He really likes it. He tends to get his cards within a week, and he gets all of them at once. TCG Player, I mean, I've had it where I get part of the deck, like 
four days, and then another part of the deck three weeks to a month later. And I've had a couple missing cards sometimes. It's not that the other one couldn't do that, but I don't really use them anymore. That's why I went to do them back cave. I get the cards I get immediately, and then I know what I need to go find to, to put into the deck. Um, I do want to use Card Kingdom. Alan has a really good track record with them, really likes them, so that would probably be the one I'd have you use. But then it would really come down to we find you a commander you want to try, we get an idea for where we want the deck list to go, um, we build, put together a deck list, and then when when we go to do that, you just need to tell me how much you're willing to spend on it, whether that's $50, $100, $7,000, whatever, put together the list, we get you a deck, and then we play it a couple times, figure out how it works, and go from there. Wow. Yeah. That's intense, man. A little bit. Um, you know, if you really end up liking the game and you play with enough people, you end up with a lot of decks. So, that's honestly not that many decks. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll look online and see what I'm thinking about Commander in Chiefs. Cool. You know? Yeah. I'm probably going to have some big fucking bruiser that I want out there. There was one... Actually, there's one I built a list for. I'm pretty sure I finished that list. That is red green. Do you play uh, Street Fighter ever? Yeah. Okay. So I named it Roid Rage. This is what I named the deck. Um, wow. So there's It'd be two. Perfect. Huh? It'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? You know Blanca? Yeah. So they actually have an alternate art of this card, which is Blanca. Um, but essentially what this guy does is he has haste, so you play him and you can immediately attack with him. He's a 5-5, five, five, three colorless, a red and a green. Uh, it has trample as long as you have cast three or more spells this turn. So once you cast three spells, it then has trample, which is good. Whenever the it's Howling Abomination, good. that's what Slogar had, so even if you block with it, uh, if it has excess damage, that goes through to the person you're attacking. Nice. So whenever the Howling Abomination becomes the target of a spell, it gets plus two, plus two until end of turn and deals two damage to each opponent. So basically, I put my put this guy out, and you could do it with enchantments or you could do it with um, instants and sorceries. I built it with instants and sorceries. So I just target it with a bunch of little shit that allows me to draw cards or gives it, makes it bigger or whatever. I'm dealing damage to all my opponents every time I target it with something, and it gets bigger every time I target it with something for that turn, and then I just attack you with it. So why it's called Roid Rage. I'm essentially just shooting it full of steroids, and then I fucking <laughs> punch you in the face with it. Wow. Yeah, and then there's that's the other art for it, is that guy. Which is kind of why I picked Roid Rage. He, he looks a little nuts. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. But that could always be one, potentially. Uh, there's a lot of other shit like that. And that's where it's like, you could take one version of it and work it in a different way. Just whatever sounds fun to you. You could take that and instead of doing instant sorceries, which only last that turn, do enchantments so you're continually buffing it. Uh, it just it keeps those as it goes on. I like the instant sorceries. It seemed more aggressive to me, so I went with that. Nice. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah. A lot of random shit to think about with this, but... It's that was a lot, man. Yeah, it was a lot <laughs> of fun, though. I was kind of surprised you wanted to do it as a podcast. I don't know how many people will make it this far, but... Yeah. That's right. There's one person in particular I'm thinking of sending this, making sure he listens to it. Okay, cool. Um, next time he comes out and visit, I'm trying to have him uh, come and play with all of us. But I got to get a deck first. Yeah? Apparently this dude plays, like, 
couple times a week. Oh, like, really? He takes it real serious. So he probably plays um, CEDH, which is competitive EDH. Uh, we avoid that. I don't know. I, I doubt no. it. Okay, so the only reason I'm saying that is I doubt he's out <coughs> doing competitions. He yeah. sounds to me like the type of dude to kind of like smoke a J and chill with his buddies and that's, want the night to last all fucking night. Okay, that's that's more what we would, well. So some people kind of do that. You can go to like Bat Cave and they'll have a commander night and you just play a tournament and you're going to be there probably at least four hours. He just doesn't seem. Like, he's very introverted, I believe. Okay, well, so. most people play Magic R. It's pretty okay. common. Okay, it's, but they're ready like, to compete though. Yeah, because you're introverted anywhere else but when you go to play Magic. Because everybody's doing the same shit. Okay. So there's not as much judgment there. It's a lot more, um, well, actually, I say that. Some nerds are fucking cunts, bro. They're judgy motherfuckers, and you're, like, playing a game, and they're coming over your shoulder and trying to, you need to, fuck you. It's my deck. I built it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. With the whole CEDH, the competitive thing, we tend to avoid infinites. Um, so, like, there's a card that says... Whenever you gain a life, target opponent loses a life. That's an enchantment. And then you play another enchantment that says, whenever you, uh, whenever an opponent loses a life, you gain a life. Well, I deal one damage to you, I gain a life, I gained a life, you lose a life, you lose a life, I gain a life, and we just, I drain oh, you immediately. fucking lame. So there's stuff like, we don't like that. Like, it's not fun. It's fun if you do that once. It's like, so oh, he's yeah, going to know cool. what that means, right? No infidence? <laughs> Basically. So like... Yeah. Um, if you are, if you made it this far, check out Manicasters. That's the other podcast I, I'm doing with my buddies. Send me a link so I can. Yeah, yeah I will. Um, tag it in this. It's not. It's the same as this, but less teaching, more just us. And you can see it. Yeah, you can you can see the game that's playing, and we're just kind of cussing each other out and playing a fun game. That's really all it is. Yeah. Um, but because I could see this being really fun. Uh huh. When we're just going. Yes. You know, like, I'm not sitting here trying to read every card <coughs> and, like, figuring out, well, what the fuck does this do? Like, yeah. why is that there? And yeah, yeah, I can see it being a lot of fun. Especially, can you, like, what are you all fucking battling each other? Yeah. Yeah. You can do it where it's, like, say we had four people, two of us could be on a team versus two of you, and there's certain rules to that. That's called two-headed giant. Um, or we could play, fuck, dude, we could do eight people against everybody it's terrible it's way too long it's not gonna be fun at all and then like how in the fuck are you you just choose a person to attack yeah that's fucked up so it's threat assessment right so like say we have a bunch of these decks playing right here um reaper king focuses on just blowing up all your shit it can blow up literally it can even blow up your lands people hate land destruction slogurk gets really big really quickly your commander garna is kind of slower it deals a little bit of damage to everybody but nothing too threatening and then, so you have one of the one that does other shit. Well, that one makes a bunch of big creatures and they get to attack. They're not really worried about you yet. Sloger can become a threat pretty quickly, but Reaper King can just shut them down entirely. So we're going to focus on Reaper King. We're going to kill them. Okay, they're done. Slogurk's getting pretty big. Now I'm going to kill that guy. Meanwhile, you've just been building this little army of shit. <laughs> and you're like, okay, they're focused on each other. I'm going to kill all my shit. Then... It deals a bunch of damage to everybody. I'm going to sacrifice Yuri. (laughs) Yuri's been getting plus one, plus one counters, which makes it bigger. I've now sacrificed him. He deals damage to one target equal to his power. He's now like a fucking, say, 20-20. I'm going to deal 20 damage directly to you, and you already took 10 this turn. And I've kind of dealt some to you already, and other people did. You're fucking dead. He's fucking dead. You guys all killed each other while not paying attention to me. Okay, so it is kind of one of those things where, like, 
it's going to be like the, what we were talking about with Monopoly, right? Where, mm-hmm. like, you're not announcing all your shit. Not They're just watching yeah. you kind of just flip your shit, untap it, tap it. and Yeah, there's a level of, like, I'll say it. Yeah. So, like, if I play Throwing Stone, I'm going to go, I'm going to play Throwing Stone. And then people can go, pause, give me, let me see that. I want to read okay. that because it's out. But if nobody notices, like, we'll be playing and Alan will be dead and I'm playing against Kirsten. And he hears me play something and he's like, the fuck did you just say? And I'm like, shut up, bitch. Like, you're dead. <laughs> you don't get to say anything. And, like, you know, sometimes we verbalize it. Kirsten doesn't really know what's going on. And I'm like, hey, see, no, I have this card out. She's like, I don't know what that means. And I'm like, you should fucking read that card. Like, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I'm going to tell you it's on the field. Okay, so you guys are going to be cool about it, because I'm going to have to, like, <coughs> I'm going to know nothing. Yeah, yeah. and so that, that's the thing. is like, if we know we're playing against somebody who doesn't know anything, we're a bit more lenient with the rules, and we're already pretty friendly in general. Yeah. I say friendly in the sense <laughs> of we're going to kind of, like, I didn't pull punches in either of those. I dealt Good. 1,400 damage to you, and then I traumatized myself to deal, like, fucking 35 or 25 damage to you after you blocked or something. Right. Both of those decks just kind of wiped you in that, which is partially going against what you're playing against. Not really going to pull punches. We're going to play the game how it goes. I could have extended that a little bit longer if I wanted to, but, like, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, I don't want to do that either. But I'm going to let you know, like, yeah, if you play this land, you tap to you, play Arcane Signet, but you can use that. Now you can use that to play this. You've done more in your turn, kind of sets you up better, you know, that kind of thing. So, like, I'll help you out with it if I can. Um, I just get you there until you yeah. really know what you're doing and then well, it's like it's more fun when somebody knows what the yeah. fuck they're doing yeah but with that like we know what we're doing so if i miss a trigger and so there's some that it says may and there's some where it just happens if i missed it and it's supposed to happen usually we'll we'll go back as best as we can and we'll make that happen if it's a may fuck you dude you missed it that shit doesn't happen you don't get a drawback card you don't get a deal damage whatever it is suck a dick i don't care we're gonna move on because you said pass you know whatever so but that's also because we know what's going on you don't know what's going on most of the time we're watching your shit and we'll let you know hey by the way this triggers you got to do this now okay cool now i can go and do this hey don't don't forget about that card that happens too oh shit okay this there's a bunch of shit going on that also goes to how complicated the deck is so like uh kirsten she has stuff where whenever she plays an enchantment she draws a card She'll be going and playing three enchantments. I'm like, boss, for a second, you draw a card after each enchantment. Say, okay, I'm going to draw three. Really, what you should do is play an enchantment, draw a card. Maybe you want to play that card before you want to play the other card you were planning on playing because it's fucking better. Maybe it's not. Who knows? That's smart, yeah. Stuff like that where it's she's still figuring out those kind of nuances to it. With having played Yu-Gi-Oh, you'll probably pick that stuff up a little bit faster. There wasn't a lot of, like, (coughs) extra draws. It that wasn't goes like a big thing. Yeah. Oh, in okay. Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, it wasn't like a big thing where you get extra yeah. cards and shit. Like, you kind of play your hand, mm-hmm. you know, but... Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh was, um... I have a couple decks. Oh. I still don't fully understand it. I mean, I feel like it's crazy simple. Like, it's just what the fucking card says. But... Yeah. The problem was, is Jandrew and I were going to play, and then we just... We haven't... We've played, like, once. Well, so I played before, like, these fucking god cards and shit came mm-hmm. out. And, like, Synchro and all that shit. Yeah, I don't know what that is. So, like, I played, like, the original... Same thing with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I, pl- I know how to play Pokemon, but, like, the original 150 shit, you None know? of my friends like, will play Pokemon. They, they collect a bunch of it, 
won't fucking play it. They won't learn it. They're like, no, I don't want to. It's pretty Why? simple. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be down to play Pokemon. I just have nobody to teach me. I have some cards that I've collected. No clue how to build a deck. Oh, I don't yeah. know how it works. Well, like that's the thing, games. too. Like, I don't know most of these <coughs> Pokemon anymore. You yeah. You know? Like, there's also, like, resistance to, like, fucking, what is it? Rock is is vulnerable against fucking grass like like shit mm-hmm. like that you know yeah. like you have to know while you're playing mm-hmm. it doesn't just say on there and yeah it's like it's interesting I, lo- I love playing the card games and shit I mean yeah. I'm not a big fan of poker yeah Kirsten's family really likes poker I would like to know it so I can play it with people who are serious about playing it but not so serious it's like I don't really want to put money into it I yeah. just want to play a fun game of poker but we always would try in high school and then somebody would get bored and he'd be like hey I'll give you I'm just going to go in, I got nothing, just take my chips, yeah. and that kind of a shit. Like, that would happen with Monopoly, too. Um, one specific cousin, if you ever hear this, you know who you are, motherfucker. He'd be like, hey, give me a dollar, and I'll sell you all my property. Fuck you. Oh, I'm so working funny. hard in this game to win. Yeah. I don't give a shit that you're losing, or you think you're going to lose, or you want that person to win. They have to earn that shit by killing That's you. That's not fair, yeah. No, I don't like it. Oh, wait a minute. You uh, play like that, huh? Play like what? So if you defeat somebody, you get their shit? Yeah, so basically if, uh, if say you land on one of my properties and you don't, because you got to mortgage stuff to get money to pay for stuff, right. right? If all your shit is mortgaged and you can't pay me enough, I take all your property and all your money. And then I can unmortgage your property and build more shit on that so the game stays alive. Mm. Kind of thing, and then you I can pull trade it back to too. the bank. Interesting. So, I, like, we, if you lose, you're out. Mm-hmm. Your money and your fucking <coughs> stuff goes back to the bank, and people have to land on it again. Interesting. Like it opens it back up, and the only thing I like about that is because, like, sometimes the person who just defeated that one person, mm-hmm. he's kicking everyone else's ass already. Yep. But like, when you give back to the bank and you got to land on that shit again, that gives other people a chance. I guess so, but fuck those people. This is business. <laughs> like that's, I think that's the way... My family's super competitive well, with I think Monopoly. it's more realistic because, like, no matter what, yeah, fuck you, I'm winning. Yeah, fuck you, I'm losing. Well, the bank is just going to take your shit anyways. You should at least get all the money they owed you, though, as much as, much as they can okay. pay. That'd be fair. I, I could see putting the property back in the bank because you're not technically buying it from them. Um, but you should get like they should have to mortgage everything out and then give you all the money from that and then all their shit goes to the bank. I, okay. I can see playing like that. That'd be fair. Yeah. So the properties have to be rebought. Yeah, I could do that. That's, that's how foreclosures work. Yeah, I guess maybe that makes even sense. put them back up uh, and you can purchase them back for what their, their the original thing the foreclosure cost is. Oh, for the mortgage cost. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. See, that's that's what I like about games like that is you just. You figure out your own house rules, and then yeah. when you have people come over, you talk it through, you go, hey, by the way, we do this. And, I mean, generally, it's kind of a, we do this. If you want to play, that's how it's happening. But well, sometimes I never, you... I never played double skips. <coughs> double you skips? You ever do that? Like Uno? What do you mean double skips? Like, uh, or like draw twos, right? So, like, if I put down a draw oh. two, you can throw a draw two on top of that, and the next person gets four. I've done both. Yeah. I don't like it. Because then somebody's fucked, and you got, like, six cards, and you're like... Fuck this, man. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, just know. draw your two, you lose your turn, and the next person goes. 
Yeah, but then there's also a strategy of it in case somebody does play a draw two. I've held my draw two for four rounds when I could have played it. Now I get to play it. Screw that fucking guy, but I don't have to take cards. So there's a bit of both sides. I don't mind. I'll play either one that people want to play. Um, I thought you were talking in Monopoly, you roll doubles and you just skip your fucking move. And I was like, what? We play, you roll doubles, you take that, and you roll again. If you roll doubles three times in a row, you go directly to jail. Yep, yep, yeah. I yeah. play that. And then if you roll doubles trying to get out of jail, you're out. Yeah. Otherwise, you got to pay 50 bucks to get out. And you have to pay 50 by the third roll in jail. Oh, we don't have that. Okay. So, like, what we do is, by the third roll, you're <coughs> out. Oh, just out for free? You're out. But oh. if you roll doubles before then, then you get out for sooner. Okay. And okay. free parking's 500 bucks. We always keep five hundred dollars. Oh, in the so middle. all the tax and shit like that, and so things we, you have to pay. We put five hundred bucks in the middle. Just from the beginning. From the beginning, and every time someone pulls free parking, mm-hmm. you just put another five hundred bucks in the middle. So we take all the tax stuff and any of the cards like that. Well, yeah, that goes into the center. Absolutely. Without the five hundred, and then it just adds up until somebody hits free parking. Well, you take all of. It. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. all of it plus the five hundred. So no matter what, right. when this is empty, there's always a $500 bill sitting in the middle. That's interesting. So that is frustrating sometimes. Because we'll like, somebody will get fucking 1500 from it, and then you land there behind them the next turn, and you don't get a dollar. Yeah. I think we just play in a, a version where it fucks everybody a lot more often. Maybe we also, do you, if you land on go, do you get double? Yeah, you get $400? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You should. Hell yeah. Yeah. We ought to play Monopoly at some point. I'm into it. We'll have to kind of figure out what rules. I want to find about, some people yeah. smart enough to play Risk with. I haven't played Risk in years. Dude, I I fucking murder at that game, and I love like, it. <coughs> it's so not fun. Not really? <laughs> it's just I can't find anybody smart enough to play it with. Everybody mm. else is just getting fucking wrecked, and I'm like, it's a long game. Yes. I don't want to sit here and just beat your ass the whole time. Yeah. I want to have a good time. I want to have to leave this on the table. Because we're not done yet. Yep. You know? Yeah, like, that's yeah. what I want. I played probably two games, uh-huh. and it was when I was selling security systems, and it was with my roommates. Yeah. And uh, we had that thing going for like three, four fucking days. It happens. Yeah. And it was so much fun. Like, we had fucking armies built up around and just... Have you ever heard of Heroescape? I've heard of it. I don't know what it is, though. Okay. So, I think that's a game you would really like. It's... You build your own landscape... You have these, like, board pieces that click into each other like kind of puzzle pieces, and they're different terrains. You have, like, just dirt, rock, grass. You can even put little trees on it, ice, lava. Some, some of those do different things in the game. Like, if you end your turn on lava, you take two damage or whatever. But uh, then everybody chooses – you choose a total amount of points – could be 600, could be 4,000, whatever. And like, we could build the board. It's this section of the table. It's the entire table. Depends on how big we want to go. You can choose the rules. You can do like a king of the hill. Everybody's trying to get to the center and hold it or whatever. Or you just you just play. You can pick teams. But say we do 600 points. You build an army based off of 600 points. That could be four really good singular characters or 20 squads of people. It could be a mix, right? You build that army, and then your goal is just fucking kill everybody and so you have your initiate markers which is like essentially uh in a round there's going to be three turns everybody's going to take three turns uh, you're going to roll for initiative that'll choose who starts the round and you put these turn markers down face down nobody can see them they have an idea of what might be going one of them you have four but only three 
are actual turns. One of them is a fake out. And so then you're kind of you're playing your strategy based off that. They know these three characters have them on it, but they don't know in what order. So they're going to try to play based off what they think you're going to do, and then you're going to you have ranged attack, melee attack, whatever with your with your different stuff. Some of them have flying because they're fucking dragons. Some of them are spiders. Some of them are dwarves. Whatever. Unfortunately, they discontinued the game. We had a bunch of it. We sold it to some dude for like a hundred dollars. It's really expensive now, and it's super hard to get your hands on. It's a yeah. fucking game we loved, but uh, that one's a fun as fuck game. And it's not as in depth as like Warhammer because you got to paint all your mini figures, and this is more like we just we collected a bunch of it. Everybody goes through the cards, pick what they want, build your army, and play. But that that would be like Warhammer three weeks too. That looks like a lot of fun. I'd be down to paint all my shit too. I'd be down to do it. My my buddy Gigi got me to play it. This is that whole thing with the nerds. He's trying to teach me how to play Warhammer. Some cunt kept coming up behind me, correcting him on stuff and trying to teach me how to play. And it's like, hey, I don't know you, nor do I love you. I like this guy. He's teaching me how to play the game. I don't care if his rules aren't exactly perfect because he's still pretty new. I want to enjoy playing with him. But we're in a card shop. And they're just, I love nerds. Sometimes I want to punch them because they're too you know, unsocially adept. Not socially on adept. On that, <laughs> we had a soccer game on Saturday. Yeah. There's this kid that I kicked down a flight of stairs when I was in high school. I used to pick on this kid. So he's an adult. He's an adult okay, now. Okay. You say right? kid and then kick him he, down a flight of stairs. I just wanted to clarify. We were both kids at the time. Okay, yeah. Granted, cool. this skinny little prick was just like... He was just a nerd. But, like, he was always correcting you. He was always following one of these... There were triplets at our school, and they were hot. Mm -hmm. And then, like, he would follow one around like a fucking puppy dog. And it was just gross. And he was just just always such a douchebag. Yeah. Well, I changed around, I want to say, junior, senior year. I started being... I started feeling bad. Mm -hmm. And I... You know, felt bad about that shit. Come to find out, my ex, who was in the LDS church, he was a member. And so we went to one of these events, and he was there. And so I, like, pulled him aside. <coughs> it's enough to where his parents were scared that I was there. Because mm-hmm. they knew exactly who I was and, and all that other shit. So I apologized to dude, and I felt really bad. And the more I think about it, it just makes me feel worse. Cut to, like, last year, I come to find out this guy is a soccer coach. Mm-hmm. Or not a soccer coach, a soccer ref. Oh. Yeah, so anytime this dude got any sort of power at all in school, he was a fucking piece of shit. Mm. Now he's the ref. That's awesome. Yeah, so he was our ref this last game. Oh. And this whole time, I'm like, you're, oh my God, you're such an asshole. Yeah. Like, just making these little girls, they're 12-year-old girls, mm. like, just being super strict with them and, like, doing all this other shit and... Like, one of them got, we get, games are 90 minutes, right? So we get, I want to say, 85 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're wearing a necklace. You need to go take that off. Dude, there's five minutes left. Will you fuck off? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just, you didn't catch it earlier. Just <coughs> let her fucking wear it. She can't get it off. Yeah. So now I have to pull this player because she can't get this necklace off, which is why it was on to begin with. Yeah. Because she doesn't know how. Her mom puts it on, takes it off for her. Mm-hmm. It's something she never takes off. Yeah. And uh, it's just, just, 
oh my god, I just want to kick him down another flight of stairs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Some people, especially nerds, yeah. are just fucking douchebags. I mean, this dude is, has been and always will be a fucking creep. Mm. Uh, his dad is a fucking creep. What I didn't know was his mom died, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with my ex again, we go to this salsa class. His dad shows up. Well, he knows my ex because they go to the same church, mm-hmm. right? And uh, we're switching partners around. And dude's straight just like, you know, I'm divorced now. Or, or my wife died, so I'm single, you know, if you're, if you're thinking, how's your, how's your marriage going? Blah, 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 like all this other shit. That's fun. While I'm obviously at the other end of the fucking thing, so she tells me all this shit. Mm-hmm. I was so fucking irritated. Like, this is why your son's a piece of shit. Because you are. Yep. Yeah. I, I bet you got your ass kicked in high school, too. Because, like, <laughs> dude. <sighs> yeah. Nerds, bro. Like, I'm not saying that kid deserved all the shit I did to him. But I honestly never did anything unprovoked. Fair enough. Yeah. Maybe don't fucking talk shit to the dude who's about to kick you down the stairs. <laughs> or maybe don't talk shit standing at the top of fucking two flights of stairs. Ooh, yeah. So, like, for Hudson's Bay, that's where this happened, which is right there. Okay. It goes down to the gym, goes down, cuts back, and goes this way. I kicked him so hard, he missed all the stairs and hit the bottom wall. That's how fucking hard I kicked this kid. Jesus. I running Sparta kicked this motherfucker downstairs. I assume he's not a very big guy? He's tiny. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a he, tiny he dude. Flying. He went far and fast and hard. He hit the back wall and I was seriously like, I just fucking killed this kid. I'd say he break some bones, knocked out kind of thing. No, he just got fucking wind knocked out of him. Really? Stood up, started crying and ran into the office. That's it? That's surprising. He didn't he even tell on me. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's been beat up a lot. Oh, well. Yeah. He's resilient. I guess. Give him that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. In high school, uh, doing martial arts, we focused a lot on essentially having the ability to defend yourself and choosing when it's actually needed and like having that mental control to just be like, this isn't fucking worth it. Yeah, it was a real piece of shit. There's definitely a couple where I should have not had that control. Like, I look back on it now and I'm like, you fucking earned that. Yeah. I could have. I could have done that. Most of the time, I was just like, "Why? I don't. Why I, is it worth it to get into this?" I'd fight? say most of the time, people provoke me. I'd say a good eighty percent of the time, mm-hmm. but there is still that twenty percent where I'm like fucking with somebody, and yeah. they get mad at me for it. So then, <laughs> they get fucked. That's up. your provo- that's you provoking me now. Ah, don't no. get upset at me. I'm just fucking with you. I don't really ever have that. The only times I got um, aggressive with people. Person I, I got the most physical with is still one of my best friends of this day. I ran him through a fence. That's because he did something stupid. I put snow down the back of his shirt and it was in front of his first girlfriend. He felt emasculated. She's the one who told me to do it. We're at like a little party at my house, birthday party. Everybody's shooting BB guns in the backyard. He leaves to go home, grabs an airsoft gun, comes back over, and he, he kept trying to point the BB gun at me. And I'm very conscious of where the barrel is at, even though it's a BB gun. That's what I was taught gun safety on. So I'm like grabbing it, I'm like, hey, motherfucker, like, you know what you're doing. Stop pointing it this direction. And I thought he was just turning and not paying attention. He was trying to point it at me. When well, the backyard, you have our house here, the back deck is here, everybody's standing here shooting this way at a tree. The fence comes up from this side. My canopy to the ranger was over here, and Kirsch and I are throwing snow at each other at this point. And he comes in with a, a full auto airsoft gun and starts shooting at me, hitting me in the leg, walking it up towards my head. And he was really good with the thing, and he's moving quickly. 
I don't have eye protection. She doesn't have eye protection. My first thought was like, cover the head, run at him. I was going to hit him once I got there. He started running as I got about halfway there. We met at the fence. I like grabbed his shirt and then we just fucking blasted through the fence. Got into a little tussle on the ground. He realized what was happening was stupid, which is really good for me because he did jujitsu and I should have got fucked up there. Uh, he tried to point the gun at me again and I like threw it away and I just posted up on his throat, choked him a little bit. He could really fuck me up from there. He stopped, ended up going home, apologizing later. It's like the most physical thing I've ever had. Otherwise, they're not to do it into the bleachers for shoving me in the back in high school. We're in the middle of a game. It was just stupid shit, but he pissed me off. There's definitely a couple past that where, like, a dude shoved me in the back, and I just let him know, like, if you do that again, I'm fucking hitting you. What I didn't know is he was threatening. He was a foster kid. He was threatening all the girls in his house that he was going to hit them and shit. And I didn't know this. I was good friends with them. Had I known that, I'd have fought that dude. Didn't know that. So another guy I still don't know. He potentially tried to do some shit to my cousin, but she was also always involved in a bunch of drama. And so it was like, you could be saying this because you want me to go beat his ass, or he could have done it and he deserves to have his ass beat. I don't know. So me and my friends just went and found him and made sure he knew not to mess with my, my cousin. And then uh, nothing ever happened with that because I never found out. But it was like, if it did happen, he was probably going to go to the hospital kind of thing because like, Tried to drag my cousin into a bathroom is what I was told him. Go from there, you know, where that's that went. It's not fun. No. So it was like, yeah. do I break your hands? Like, if you break his balls, just pop them. Sure. Yeah, that works. Make him watch as they pop. Yeah. Anyways. Any hoodles. Any hoodles. Shit, we're almost at two hours. God damn it. Not surprised. Um... All right, well, this was good. Thanks for teaching me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. I'd like to do this. I, I, Warhammer, I'm down for. Dungeons and Dragons. I don't give a fuck. I like all this nerdy shit. Yeah. I really tried not to be involved when I was younger because I knew I'd probably like it, which I didn't want to be a nerd. Scared of the nerd. Yeah. Well, it's also the same reason I don't, I don't listen to ICP. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to be a juggalo. That's... That, that I feel feel like is fair. Yeah, I've, uh, I've fought a lot of them. Yeah? Yeah, they're real pieces of shit. There wasn't a lot of, of juggalos in my era. I did have some lady I went to, uh, I worked at Home Depot with, tried to tell me that ICP was a Christian band. It turns out there's the, the guys who did it were super Christians. They could be Christian. What they sung about was not. That's what I'm saying. Like, Well, I have, I have yet to this day purposefully put on one of their tracks. Not a single time. You never I, heard any of it? I don't want to hear a single one. I don't want to like it. Yeah, I like good music. Fair. If they have any good song, I'm going to be pissed off because I'm not going to say I don't like the song. It's it's not... How do I say this? Some of it's actually pretty good. Hmm. Some of it is trash. It's A lot of them are like really weird story songs that are just super violent, maybe a little rapey kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know them that well, but it's definitely like, uh, I shouldn't say rapey, but just very sexual, violent songs. They're fucking weird, but sometimes, like, if you got to be in a weird mood for it, but you're like, this is an interesting song. I like to play it every great once in a while. I don't really listen to that music, though. Yeah, I, yeah. We listened to it in high school a little bit, but like two songs. Well, like, I also got nervous. <coughs> I really enjoyed Tech 9 and they were on his label for a long time. Really? Oh, yeah. They were on, I didn't know that. Yeah. I like Tech 
Uh, he did a bunch of concerts with him and shit, too. That so. doesn't surprise me. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Makes a lot of sense. I love Tech Nine. I love fucking all the strange music. He, mm-hmm. he, he's great at recruiting amazing artists. Oh, yeah. But uh, Juggalos, I just hate them as a faction. You know, and I can't, I can't. It's just every time I met a Juggalo, we either ended up fighting or ended up not liking each other. And so I just refused to enjoy anything they enjoy. I mean, I had one dude fucking, I think I told you that, the dude, he came out of his house, <coughs> talking shit to me, we're, we're fucking, he shoves me, I shoved him back, told him to fuck off, he goes inside, I thought that was it, mm-hmm. dude comes out with a bat with nails in it, Oh, fucking yeah, like, told me that, yeah. three, four inch nails sticking out on each side, uh-huh. so he starts coming towards me, I just fucking pull my gun on him, I'm like, rock, yeah. paper, scissors, motherfucker, like, yeah. I swear to God, you hit me with that one time, it's gonna kill me. Yeah. So if you take another step, I'm going to shoot your ass. It's a great equalizer. I'm not playing this fucking game with you, dude. Like, Yeah. Yeah, you know, if you don't have the pistol, your other option is get in your car and fucking run before he makes it to you. Which, even then, is probably still a good idea. But uh, uh, Either way, so so the hard part is it's a bat. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever fought anybody who's swinging a bat at you. No, as I said, I've never really... I've done a lot of sparring. Never gotten into an actual fight besides with it's my buddy. It's pretty stupid to bring a bat to a fight. Especially a full-size one. Small ones? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a little fucking baton. That'll fuck somebody up. Just because if you can get past it in distance, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah, and well, that's the thing. On the you bat. close the distance. And most of them are so focused on... Most of the time, I've noticed fighting people who have weapons, um, they forget they have a rest of the body. Mm-hmm. So, like, a dude had a knife coming after you, so focused on using that knife like I've had two hands on his hand with a knife and just watch this guy struggle with the whole rest of his body to push this knife towards me and all I'm thinking is like why don't you hit me why don't you hit me with that other hand yeah you know I mean dude got straight kicked in the testicles like six fucking times <laughs> like I don't know I don't play no games you fucking pull oh, a knife you on me knife. yeah uh-uh. yeah no. I was caught a knife in this fucking hand yeah anyways um Took a soldering iron to the hand once. Uh, what is? How's that? Like a like a wood burner? Yeah, yeah. I stabbed myself with it. That's how oh. that is. <laughs> I thought somebody came after you with it. I was like, you didn't beat their no, ass. No, no. I said it that way on purpose. No, I had a, a a little stick and I wanted a wood burner. It was the first time my dad was gonna let me, and he's like, that stick is too wet, Justin. That's not a good stick to do it with. So we went and stuck it in front of the heater for like five minutes because I thought that would dry it out. Not really understanding that concept. And then it's also it's like it's like that big. It's a tiny ass stick. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to do it, and I slip. You can see it. It just it just took that skin away. There was just a divot, the shape of. That thing that fucking hurt. Because cauterizes immediately too. Yeah, just yeah. like it, I don't, it didn't melt the skin. It was just like that's gone. It's smoked now. By the way, um, it was not fun. And then I also I cut the other thumb. Basically, looks like same side. It's not same side. But uh, trying to cut like a bottle cap as a kid with a pocket knife. Literally right. holding the bottle cap. The dumb shit. You want to talk about cauterization, man? I had a I was working in a kitchen, mm-hmm. and these this waiter and this fry cook kept like snapping each other with towels oh you told me about this yeah yeah so oh my god i'm gonna tell it again yeah go for it right so (laughs) the the deal is when you're snapping somebody with a towel if it's wet it's wet you don't go dip it like don't be a fucking prick don't freeze the tip don't do any of that shit right people did that freeze the tip yeah yeah you dip the tip in water you put it in the freezer for like 10 minutes come back and it's hard oh my god so it really is like getting hit with like a like a whip a little whip right uh, it's more like a switch. It's like it was a switch, but this dude, this this server dips his whole fucking towel in in dishwater, 
and snap this dude in the fucking ass. And, like, instantly this dude's got a fucking, like, it had to hurt. Because you get good at snapping these fucking towels. Mm -hmm. So, dude dipped the tip of his fucking towel into the fryer. 400-degree fryer. Blew a a little hole into this dude's forearm. Because it was so fucking hot and he hit him so fucking hard. Like, it, 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 like, spread the towel. Snapped. Like, the whole tip of the towel was fucking gone. Jeez. This dude's arm, there's like a hole in it, which is already cauterized and melting still because there's fucking oil on it. So like, Bro, that's... It was hot. People not thinking? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure you've had plenty of these moments where... I can't think of any direct ones, but I know the feeling of, like, you do something or you say something, and then you have the immediate realization of, like, oh, I should not... I should yeah. have done that. And it's just like a, just like a gut-sinking feeling. I, I know that's exactly how that dude felt. Yeah, how do you... Because he snaps. We all look, and I'm like, oh, my God. And he's like, holy shit. He takes the other, the rest of the towel to, like, put on his arm, which uh-huh. I pulled away immediately. I don't know if you've ever been burnt like that. Huh. Like, uh, uh, not that bad, no. You don't fucking touch it. You don't... Yeah, you, a lot of people put it under water, and that's bad, right? Yeah, uh, water, um, like, it'll it'll kill every... All, really? all the things it touches. Yeah, because you're basically... I don't, know, I don't know the science behind it. But if, you, if he would have put that towel on it... Uh-huh. He'd have had to tear that towel off. Right. So it was fucking like I'm grabbing the towel. I'm like trying to get this dude over there. Both of them were fired fucking immediately. Like, I mean, they didn't they didn't like it very much. But yeah, I've seen some shit in the kitchens. And, but you could see it on this dude's face. As soon as he did it, we're looking at this dude's arm and just the amount of of concern. They're friends. Yeah. Right? It's like when friends go a little too far and you hit them and you're like, fuck, sorry. Yeah. A little harder than I expected, but yeah, that's that's pretty bad. It makes me think uh, doing the criminal justice. One of our coaches worked in the jail, um, and she told us a story. She told us another story that I was like, "That is breaking somebody's rights." Like, uh, you have Eighth Amendment, no cruel or unusual punishment. Yeah, you one hundred percent made that dude think you poisoned this food. Like, that's what the story was, and yeah. she did it on purpose. She tells us to tells us that with like a smile to a bunch of kids who are learning criminal justice stuff. I'm like, you're a fucking moron lady. Like, yeah. Really great at a lot of other stuff. That's a stupid story to tell us. That was 100% fucking illegal as shit. The other one was just like, some dude bet a guy for a pack of cigarettes he wouldn't wrap himself in saran wrap and put himself through the industrial dishwasher. And the guy did that. And he melted all the saran wrap to his skin. And was like, you know, intensive care unit, skin grafts for like... Did he get his cigarettes? Probably. God, I'd hope so. Hope you so want too. those after that shit. Yeah. Yeah, but like skin grafts for fucking, I think, eight months or a year or some Jesus shit. Christ. Yeah, because he, he just, he melted all of that into his skin because it's it's an industrial dishwasher, so it's some stupid amount of temperature. It's also going to be that industrial fucking saran wrap, too. That like takes forever to fucking melt. Really? Yeah. A lot of the saran wrap we use in the kitchens, we mm-hmm. would put saran wrap over, like if we're making rice. Mm-hmm. We put saran wrap over a hotel pan, then foil, and put it in the oven. How many saran wraps are you putting in the oven? None. None. Yeah. Right. So when we pull that shit out, it's still one piece. Now, it's probably a little connected to the foil. But that's fine. That's fine. The whole piece comes off like a lid. But like, if he was in there with that shit and that melted, god damn. Yeah. That's fucking... Why didn't he go through without the saran wrap first? Realize it just burnt the fuck out of him. I mean... There are plenty of people who are smart who go to prison, but not all of them, you know? I wouldn't even say there's plenty. 
If you're, okay, there's you, some. If you're caught, you're not smart. All right, that's one way to look at it. Shit happens. I guess so. Yeah. All right, man. We gotta we gotta finish this up. Yeah. All right, man. Well, this is Tyler Toby Townsend. Justin Bates. Thanks, man. That was Absolutely. So fun. Enjoy.